0: Hello everyone and welcome to Industry Perspectives. I'm your host Ainsley Bowden and on this chat episode we're going to be speaking with the head of lordsofgaming.net, Cognito. Now Cog and I met a few years ago and since then we've shared so many stories about our past and upbringing within gaming, the culture, arcades, the industry, what it's like to run a platform, and so many more things. We're going to touch on a wealth of those things today, so let's dive in. And bringing back industry perspectives for 2021, one of my favorite content creators on the planet,
1: Mr. Lord Cognito himself. Welcome, sir. Hey, man. Thank you, brother, man. Fantastic, fantastic thing you got going on here, man. I couldn't wait to be a part of this. Loving loving the logo, by the way. It's been pretty, pretty, oh, pretty thanks. cool, man. Yeah, you know, like you know, that's Diego. You know, that's Diego. I had to get, submit my resume, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you killed it, man. But yeah, this is cool. I'm honored to be selected. One of the first to be a part of this. I love what you're doing with season gaming. And I think this is positive. And man, let's have some fun. Let's talk about these games. No, no, and these man, experiences, no, doubt. Man.
0: no doubt. You know, we can talk games all day, oh, all night. we'll we'll see how long this goes we need we need a third party to come in and cut us off Yeah, disclaimer already (laughs) (laughs) so yeah man so i mean you know you and i have talked quite a lot offline of course around um just gaming history and the culture and what it meant to us growing up and it's always fascinating um talking to people like yourself who come from the same era right because it's it's different today um it's not saying it's worse, not saying it's better. It's just different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, the era that we grew up in when uh, the only form of communication you really had about games was talking to your friends mm-hmm. and and waiting for that gaming magazine to, to come every month that, you know, the news was already three oh, months yeah. old at that point, you know, how that goes. Yep. So, you know, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about was, you know, from a gaming culture perspective, um, one of the things I think often about is growing up through that era where everyone was face to face and you interacted, you know, whether it be at one of your friends's house, you know, uh, you had to go pick up your bike, walk with it, however you got there, you know, yes. um, or you met in the arcade, of course, you of course. know, and the arcade era is a whole different thing. But, yeah. um, you know, I, I look at kids today, like my son, for example, and he games online every day. He has a group of friends, Discord, you know, PC, Xbox, et cetera. You know know how it goes nowadays. Um, You think that, uh, you know, I get the feeling that as cool as it is today and as convenient as it is, I think there's a part of the culture that's lost nowadays. I just don't feel the same level of kind of like, I don't know if it's the right word, but maybe intimacy that you got and camaraderie maybe is a better word with Mm -hmm. your friends that you had when we were growing up when you were shoulder to shoulder and you know teasing each other or you know you know just you know shit talking for lack of a better word but yeah, you know, what know. I mean.
1: I'll go I'll go in that route
0: too <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean what are your thoughts on on the era today compared to
1: you know when we grew up and what it's like yeah man you make a lot of valid points Ains, and like for me it's a combination of what you said it's it's the yeah the arcade scene you know, and then obviously on the console side, but on the arcade scene, it was definitely that camaraderie, the arcade first yeah. kind of that was in a way our like internet to see what how the industry was advancing from a technology standpoint with games. That's a great right? point. Because yeah, because so, the hardware was so much more advanced than what
0: we were playing at home. Yeah. Good so point.
1: you would go there and whenever the new units would come out at your local arcade or whatever you used to go to, that would be the first thing. So the, the big part about the social aspect was huge because, you know, one, I, I think the, 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 the existence of co-op local, Right. You know, you and your friend. I remember, yeah. like, you know, me and my friend playing bad dudes or Final Fight and Contra, you know, maybe. contra like, you <laughs> like you automatically have these real-life connections with people. Yes. You know what I mean? And then the same thing, you know, I remember in the fighting game community was huge, huge, yeah, huge deal. Street Fighter comes out, Mortal Kombat, these things come out, Tekken, I'm a big Tekken guy, you Definitely. know, and the thing about it is it also kind of forged you in fire because – you know, you have the intimidation fact of actually the person right exactly, there that exactly. you fighting. And I, I've got stories for days of people who were, like, very disrespectful in the FK. <laughs> and I, I'll give you a quick one. Like, it was a guy, I, I was really good at Tekken. I got to the point where I was competing. I was I was in, uh, you know, forums, and people knew about me, and they were like, hey, you know, you're like my first character. I used to take uh, Lee Lee Chao Lang, and then uh, I was really good with harangue the Taekwondo character, when okay. Tekken 3 came out. But, um... You know, people would be like, yo, it was, there were forums. And they'd be like, hey, you know, these arcades were where the top players play. Okay. You know, and yeah. I would go to these these plays. And I it, w- it was almost like a, like a, the Wild Wild West, like a, a Bruce Lee-type situation, you know. And, yeah. you know, guys would step up. Like, okay, I see what you did there. Put their quarter up. You know, I, right. I got next. And then, you know, I was fighting this guy who was, before I got there, he was like, he had like, you know, when you get to the arcade and you'll see 10 wins. Oh, yeah. Nine, and oh, oh, like, the the win oh. tracker was a badge of honor. Huge, huge, and you've seen it, and you're like, "Yo, this guy's red. I'm, I'm, and in the back, I'm just, I'm analyzing the styles, I'm seeing, of course, okay, what is he doing? That kind of thing that when I get up, that that tells me you were good because
0: (laughs) it's it's a fact, though you know, right? When two players are playing, and there's six, ten, whatever quarters up on the thing, the Mm -hmm. good players were actively paying attention to every single detail
1: of what was going on in that screen. You had to study, and it was one of those things. I'm like, okay, kind of got an idea what he is. And I knew my character. I thought it was a good matchup. And in the first round, like I, he beats me, but it was close. So he had a <laughs> girl with him. And then he's like blowing kisses to his girl. Oh, Why no, that's me? disrespectful. So I was like, OK. And now, mind you, I had Kai Batsu with me. Shout out to Kai Batsu. He was okay. with me this day. He knows this day. All right. So I was like, OK. So then, I, like you and mental <laughs> toughness composure, mm-hmm. competition right there. This is pressure bus pipes. And there's, remember, there's a circle of people of around course. you guys, right? And people know my reputation. So th- this is this creates the scene. That's so where the ninja did, was born. You already know. So <laughs> I'm doing my thing, and I beat him, and I turn to Kai Batsu, and I go, and he starts <laughs> laughing. <laughs> And it threw the guy off. So now you're talking about the mental game. Yeah, now he's pissed. Yeah. Exactly. So from a competitive standpoint, (laughs) it is so much fun. And and I gotta I gotta shout out King. I gotta give King a lot of credit for me being a good gamer. Okay. Because y'all see King as he is now, (laughs) and y'all know that mouth. And y'all know how funny he is. It's not only he's he was good, he's Funny, so you you dread losing to of this course. man. You never hear the end of it. The jokes, yeah. and, and then he while King is such a mastermind, he would be fighting and talking to you at the same time. So you got this if you're not mentally strong. You are getting broken down and embarrassed <laughs> and once he got you, he got you he knows he he knows what button to push. so yeah. for a while he ran he was terrorizing us and stuff like that <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but it, I remember when Tekken was my my come up, yeah, yeah my okay, and then he was like, yeah, cog, I can't like he's on another level right now. I had to go through that so once I was survived, King no man that no one can surpass his, his level of ish talking and and just everything he does. So again, that was the first aspect. And then the second aspect, bring it back as far as the the console was just, again, like the camaraderie, you know, People coming over, you know, um, just getting into games and watching and and, and like again, games like Halo, these are the games that like kind of kind of forge you from a you know co- cooperative and also competitive standpoint. Um, just so many things. I think what it is is socially I think I again that to be like, your know, back in our day, we always <laughs> yeah, had you know that's gonna happen. But the reality is we develop better social skills because you really are. Working together with someone, or you're really competing with someone. Yeah, bonds are formed, friendships are formed. You go to the arcade or whatever, or people who are non-gamers will watch you and they're like, wow, I want to try. Hey, man, go give it a shot. And you just have these, these brotherhood, these moments. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, that's how our law podcast was kind of founded. Because at the end of the day, shout out to Mama Cog. Like she allowed me to have <laughs> like, you know, seven to ten people on my house in the South Bronx. On a Saturday yeah. from like three in the afternoon to about midnight, it was crazy. I, I know I drove it drove crazy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but at the end of the game, you I was don't safe. think
0: about it at the time though, because my, oh, my yeah, mom it, was it, the same way. Oh, um, it, was, it was unreal. Okay, yeah, no, you're good. I, a couple of things you I want to touch on that you said which brought back memories <laughs> for me is mom, first of all, shout out the moms. moms, um, because you know, my mom raised me pretty much solely and mm-hmm. uh, didn't have a lot of money. Mm. Uh, you know, started with that Sega Master System, as we've talked about. Mm. Right. But we had this I lived in townhouses uh, outside of uh, Philly mm. okay. in Delaware, uh, basically right on the border. Um, <clears throat> and uh, we had a group of kids in that neighborhood that were, you know, probably eight or 10 of us, to your point. Mm-hmm. And once you built that camaraderie, we were together all day, every day. It was
1: absolutely.
0: you went to sleep. You woke up and you, you know, you checked the time to make sure it wasn't before like 7 or 8 a.m. And then you called your buddies and you all got back together and did it again. Right. Absolutely. Uh, And that 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 I think is what's missing, because there's those there's kids today that I grew up with in that circle of friends Mm -hmm. that I've connected with through social media today, um, who still reminisce around coming to my house, playing Genesis, playing Whatever it is, you know, whatever game we used to play and hang out and do. Mm-hmm. And I just I don't see that same level of connection in the online space. I've developed online friends. Don't get me wrong. Plenty of them mm-hmm. um, that I've just met on Xbox or Dreamcast going back or, you know, right. wherever. Um, and and we've stayed in
1: touch and still play games together. It's, but it's not the same. I agree. And, and to expound on your point, you make a fantastic point as far as consoles and, and playing together with friends, because the other thing that I think is missing is that. At the time, like I said, I wasn't making a lot of money. So, again, I had my math system, that my Coleco that my dad gave me. My math system was like my first little, I think it was like a, I'm going to say my mom's or my grandparents, like a a graduation from elementary school gift. It was some type of gift. You know what I'm saying? The first system with my own money was Genesis. But the the point I'm trying to make is this, is that, you know, it was a time when, you know, when you probably had that one console, whatever, but your friend may have, you know, the NES. You, you know, of my other friend had the turbo graphics. So I hate like of course they were a fanboy war sort of, but not to that extent because at the end of the day it became yo, come over to my house so you could come check this
0: out. Oh, you plotted how to work together to play everything. Absolutely.
1: What it was. And then we you'd go to the you go to the, the, the retail, right? Yep. and you go, Hey, because you know, you don't make a lot of money. So we're like, okay, I'm gonna pick up this. I'm picking up Revenge of Shinobi for Genesis, I'm picking up this. Okay, you're picking up Strider, and he's picking up Fancy <laughs> Star. So we you plan and I remember I would get mad if my friends bought the same game. Cause I was like, yeah. no, don't buy that game because <laughs> because you know I want to play, and that's how the trading and the borrowing and like that's to me is lost because I think the reality I think in this generation not to again pick on them yeah. I think a lot of them limit themselves right for whatever reason whether it's financial whatever but they don't get a chance to experience the other side so it becomes too too um tribal right yeah, that, yeah good work yeah and at the, mm-hmm. end, at the end of the day shout out to cops, they're by, but at the end of the day <laughs> it's like um you know they really don't get a chance to have that real friend and say, "Hey, you need to see this." You know what I'm saying? And then, because again, case in point, me being hardcore Genesis, like yeah. hardcore, like Mass System. I, I, I was, I love that system. Yep, I felt it was a superior system. It just didn't have the software. It is right? a superior
2: system. It is. The superior <laughs> right? I, see
1: that I see you, brother. Two player double. We talked about this. There's only two player, so salute. Um, the thing about it was like. Genesis was the come up like that was was. them with power that was tremendous marketing. You remember the commercials, you remember all the stars, sports wise, all the stuff they were doing. And when they had that, it was just like okay, they're coming now. True story. When King, he would get the imports early, yeah, you know. And back then, the American system would come a year later after the import, so he had that. Super NES, and I'll never forget. He's like, Hell, oh, you call, you need to come over, you can see this. So, all right, <laughs> like, oh, whatever, you know, Nintendo, we, you know, NES, you know, <laughs> hey, you can't mess with Genesis. So, all right, let's see what the new Nintendo doing. Okay, yeah. fine. So, I came in there very, you know, arrogant. And I was decided, so he, you know, he had, uh, he had F Zero, Pilot Wings, the Mario, uh, Super Mario World, or whatever. It goes from Mario, i all right, cool. But I never forget, it was actually. F Zero and Pilot Wings, <laughs> yeah. and when I saw F Zero and I saw Mode Seven and I saw it scaling, 3D scaling, yeah, because that was the only Achilles heel to the Genesis. The 3D wasn't really that strong, <clears throat> and it was more of a faster side-scrolling parallax class yeah. processor
0: type system. Super Nintendo had uh, extra hardware for that. Yeah, when I saw that, I was—that's
1: the first time I was like, "Man, my Genesis <laughs> like doing that, man." Like, <laughs> and I, I felt it on the way i was like as a gamer i said yeah. to myself yo i got to have that like that yeah. is that is i didn't want to take you know sh- cheap my experience and not have it and i think that's the difference today like gamers say i don't know if it's because of that but they say so locked in and they refuse to even try or see for whatever reason and and, and that to me is the biggest i didn't have that much vitriol yeah i had my favorite But because of being around each other and friends, having systems and consoles and stuff like that, that really eliminated all that, you know, oh, I'm not going to play it. That's garbage and all that. We didn't do that. We still had a respect for gaming.
0: Yeah. And I think it's exasperated by social media, of course, right? which we could talk about and and we will talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I'm with you. In fact, uh, you know, talking stories uh, the first time I so I was the exact same way. I know you and I have talked about this, but Sega Master System. And I always felt it was a better system than the Genesis, um, you know, mm-hmm. despite the software, to your point. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I mean, to the NBS, uh, NES, yeah. you know what I meant. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, got the Genesis uh, that Christmas um, with Ghouls and Ghosts and, of course, Alter Beasts. And Ooh. Ghouls and Ghosts just blew me away, right? That's one about. of my all-time legends. Classic. Um, but at, <clears throat> at that point, you know, Super Nintendo didn't come out in the U.S. till two years later. It Correct. was much later. Correct. Um, and I was like, ah, you know, same as you. I, I, I don't care about the Super Nintendo, right? Um, but back then, what my mom would do for me, because we didn't have a lot of money, I couldn't buy a ton of games outright. So mm-hmm. we would go like every weekend, every other weekend to Blockbuster. Nice. And rent one game. She'd let rent, me pick one game.
1: The rental culture. Yeah. yeah
0: I mean, that's gone too, right? Or, or we'd go to, you know, back then you had supermarkets that had movie and game rentals, right? So yes. um, she let me rent one game. And so mm-hmm. I was always very careful um because that was your game for the weekend it was like this is what i'm gonna be playing
1: yes
0: so uh but one i I don't know what the reason was but one Mm. time we rented a super nintendo from blockbuster remember you could rent the consoles yes so she did that for me nice And I, it just came with Super Mario World, and Mm -hmm. it might have been F-Zero. I think you got to pick, like, two games with it or Mm -hmm. something, but Mm F-Zero was one of them for sure. Um, And the same thing. I played Super Mario World, and I played F-Zero, and Mm -hmm. F-Zero had the same effect on me. It was like, I've never seen anything like this. (laughs) You know, it was like, oh, man. All right. And then the weirdest thing I remember, how long ago was that? 91 is what? 30, 20? 30 years ago.
1: 30 years, wow. Jeez, man,
0: Jesus! Thirty. <laughs> so, thirty years ago, I still remember this. On in Super Mario World, you you start the level right, and then very similar to the original Mario Brothers, the second level or right from the beginning, you go into a cave. Yes. And you go in that cave. It was the first time I had ever heard uh, sound reflect. So yes. when you jump in that cave, it would go boom. And it Ooh. would like reflect on the sound.
1: Ship was amazing.
0: It was. It oh. sounds so stupid nowadays. But when I first heard it, I'm like, I had to jump again. You know what I mean? Like, wait just a minute. You like? Yeah. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah. And Fast. it was
0: just. It was like it. I feel like I'm in a cave. You know that what I mean? That um, sounds
1: amazing.
0: Yeah, and after that point, I was just, you know, I, I still love my Genesis, of course, but I just remember talking to my mom constantly. Like <laughs> I said, we didn't have much money. He's like, I need a Super Nintendo at some point. <laughs> uh, and I eventually I eventually Great. got one. I don't remember Great. when. I, I, it wasn't that day or anything. It was a long time later, but then once mm-hmm. I had both, to your point, that was 30 years ago. I was still, what, 11, 12, yeah. you know? Um, And at that point, I realized, well, obviously, it's the best to just have them all. Why would you
1: ever want to just have one? And i oh. think that's what's missing this year. yeah I, I honestly think so i think because you had that more you have more of an appreciation you know with that and without the social media aspect with, with the friends and getting it and it because no, really, it was my experience right it wasn't shared with anyone else exactly and yeah. that's what that's what really took it off man and the last for me i know where my love i'm a big co-op guy right? yeah you know, you know guys i know you, know you know me for destiny and part of that comes from just i love games where it's structured together with people to play and do a common goal yeah i gotta give credit um what really started that was turbo graphics okay what game because i remember it was a bunch i remember the first thing i wanted to comment is the peripheral they the turbo tap it was a five it was a five player uh-huh peripheral and i was like what's this you know and king had it first and i was like all right and I'm like, wait a minute. At the time, it was mind blowing. Like most games were just two yeah. at that time. So it's like we had this game called Dungeon Explorer. It was kind of like oh, a I, I had, it. I had Whoa, it. The music was amazing. Yeah, And I remember getting everybody together. I'm like, yo, here's a, everybody got a controller, and I was like, yo, it's four of us playing it. The, the other game, it never gets enough credit in Turbo Graphics history. It's a game called Motor Rotor. Okay, it was a racing game. It was kind of like a like a mock, I don't say like a, it was like a over the top, but like a mock F1, and you can kind of customize your your, your your car and okay. stuff like that. And it, it had this mechanic that if someone who really had a bad car, or whatever, they would just kind of get dragged forward. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, it was a bad if car. If you were a terrible driver or whatever, you were always <laughs> in it somehow, but you'd be last. You know what I'm saying? But the reality, it was so fun. The competition, it was so cool. They had sports series. They had this. Um, it was TV sports, basketball. TV I remember. Sports, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were really Again, good. They were really good cooperative experience. And from that thing on, I remember I was very impressed with the uh, was it the uh, the the N sixty four and all that stuff when they had the four players now. Yeah, built yeah, yeah. In, right, because I think even PlayStation had a, a tap. You know, and, and it's thrown later. Yeah, yeah. But I think Nintendo was the first to say, okay, you know what? We're going to integrate this into the base console. Yep. So true. now, you know, and then we all had our little Batarang controllers, and that's when <laughs> the love of the wrestling game started. You know okay. what I'm saying? The, the No Mercy. So for me, like a lot of these cooperative roots because of those those consoles really began. Like that's, I know that that merged, that kind of forged me. Into being this big tie up cooperative. I like my single player, but yeah. I remember those experiences big time because it's of that. It's funny
0: you mentioned the tap because mm-hmm. uh, I remember that. I, I had Dungeon Explorer, Motor Rotor, I'm sure I played it. I, I mm-hmm. just can't remember it right now, which bugs me because I'm mm-hmm. usually good at remembering these old elusive games. Oh, yeah. uh, um, but uh, you know what made me think of that when you said that? Because Genesis was just two as well, but they came mm-hmm. out with the, the plug where you could play four and it was General nice. Chaos. You remember that? Nice. Game? Yeah. Chaos. That was a crazy game, but I remember playing that with friends and then thinking about, okay, all right, this is kind of interesting, you know, mm-hmm. being because all you ever did with friends, like we were talking about, was you sat there and two people played mm-hmm. and everyone else waited.
2: Yeah. Um, so yeah.
0: that was your only option back
2: then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: But um, yeah, but while it's top of mind, though, I want to jump back over to the arcade because oh, I forgot to comment on something you said around, um, you know, you were describing the scene. Yes. Um, and I think. You 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 brought so many things back to light for me. Uh, so Good your g- if your game was Tekken, then my game was, I was kind of twofold between Street Fighter 2 and Mortal Kombat. Mm. Um, I played tournament level of both, wow. um, including MK2 when that came oh, out. Because that cares, was like a revolution.
1: Right? Really Who was you? Ken Ryu right, guy? Who was you? So I was a Ken guy, mostly.
0: Okay. Um, yep, but yep, then yep. once Championship Edition came out, I moved to Saget. <laughs> Yeah, Saget's the man.
1: Dire. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, can't be. That's
0: why I have the statue of him, man. He was the first oh, gaming salute, statue I bought with Saget. Salute, salute. Um, for mm-hmm. that reason, but uh, I I would have to say, you mm-hmm. know, Mortal Kombat two was the one that yeah. changed the game. Yeah, it, it come because I remember. So we had an arcade in the mall near me,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I would ride my bike up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, as anytime I had money, which well, <laughs> you know as much as I could. Um, <laughs> but you would even just go to hang out. You know what I mean? Um, spot, Yeah, yeah, that was it. That's where you knew, because there's no communication, especially with the people you only knew from the arcade. It's not like you were talking talking to them every day. You you knew them at the arcade. Mm -hmm. And so we would go up there, we would compete in Street Fighter 2, and you know the revolution that was. Oh, Um, my God. I mean, it was ridiculous. So we did that, but I went up there, we played Mortal Kombat 1. That changed the game originally. Mm -hmm. And a lot of tournaments, a lot of people got to know each other in my arcade for that. But Mm -hmm. then 2 came out, and it just... Back then, it's not like the, we knew it was coming.
2: Mm-hmm. It just—I
0: rode up to the arcade one day. Yeah, like it was sitting there right yeah. at the front, mm-hmm. and I just walked in, you know, eyes pretty much like this, you know, and stood there and just watched it because That's- it was so much more advanced than mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat One. Oh yeah, and a huge community developed around that game. But what you what you were making me remember is, one, win streaks were huge because, yeah, when those games got big, eventually they started to become 50 cents a play instead of mm-hmm. 25. And it was like, I'm not paying another 50 cents. I'm just going <laughs> to keep playing. <laughs> um, and the other cool thing that developed, I don't know if you guys did this, you can tell me, mm-hmm. but at least in the arcade near us, we started getting into beyond all the normal kind of, Shit talking and everything mm-hmm. you were doing with everyone else in the competition, we yes. started getting we formed co-op teams. Yes. So me and my buddy Joel, who will never see this, but I'll shout him out anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, him and I were like the top two, and we were friends in school.
1: Nice. But we were
0: like the top two guys at MK there. We had played tournaments together. And, nice. and so when that started forming, mm-hmm. we were like, dude, let's just do this round on, round off. off yep, that yeah. was, oh, that
1: was a big thing. Yeah, yeah, game. yes, and,
0: and they even recreated it on the online games. Now you can play tag team where you can go round off oh, and, and go pass. out, yes, yes. Um, but I, I'll never forget, there was you know, it's a, it was a night, probably a weekend. I had to be Friday or Saturday because I can just picture the crowd and mm. you know, probably 15 20 at least, quarters up. Oh, and yeah. me and Joel just tag teaming. Oh my god, man, I, I can't Woo. remember how many wins in a row we had, but it was out of control. Woo. We're like, we're not getting off this, and he. When I play, I'm – you guys probably know me well enough. When I play, I'm zero focused. Like, I'm quiet. Like, I don't say a word. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just focused on beating you. Yes, um, yes. That's me. Joel was the shit talker.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he's the king. He's our king. Yeah. yeah he, he
0: was he was the king. And the funny yeah. thing is, he's a sh- way shorter guy than me, dark black, like a goofy-looking guy <laughs> when he was younger. But that right? mouth was reckless. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and you know how it was. Like, sometimes you could – you. you because of who was there and who you knew, Mm -hmm. you knew how far you could push it. Yes. Because- you know, if there were new people you didn't know, then yeah. it was, okay, who's here with me that I know is on my side. Yes. Depending on how you want to talk this. And Joel was just ruthless, man. Oh, I mean, boy. especially because when you're co-op and you're winning together, when I'm playing and I'm quiet and I'm mm-hmm. kicking someone's ass, he's just behind me just chirping.
1: chirping <laughs> <laughs> he's already a hype man getting in the, Oh, so the person's already off the, again, the mental toughness. I'm right? telling you, he just break them down. Breaks them down. And then once you, like, it, it, it really, it's like fighting. Like if you don't have confidence and if yeah. you're broken mentally, you make the silly mistakes and yep. then you're out of there. And then the pressure starts to mount. That's a huge part that's missing. I feel. Yeah. So and much, it's though.
0: funny you mentioned that because, you know, even I, I, showed god what was it I, I showed either my son or someone a cl- an old clip of tyson fighting because i just i grew up in the tyson era love yes, tyson sir. right yes sir and and you know he anyone who watched tyson knows he come into the ring he had the same face from he's just laser focused mm-hmm. on his opponent you know mm-hmm. and uh, it was either my son or stepson or someone asked me like look at his face i was like yeah yeah he was gonna whip your ass you, you didn't have a you didn't have a choice in it facts, facts. um but that's what it was. It was a mental game. And so mm-hmm. the fact that co-op, I always felt, was real fun. But just because I could be playing, Joel could be getting in his head while I'm beating him. <laughs> and people would just leave there to moralize.
2: Yeah, they were destroyed, bro. <laughs> destroyed,
1: man. So, many, so yeah. many stories like that. Oh, my. Yeah. God. I just, I, I miss those days. I, I really do. And, and, and like I I think it, it really forged us, right? You it know, did. Mental toughness, being able to operate under pressure. You know, one of the things for me was being adapt on the fly, something that is giving you a problem, and then being able to try to figure something out and stuff like that. All those things, you know, really, and then also the point I want to make is that you had there was almost like local heroes right at the arcade like people who you revered. you were like yo this guy
0: yeah you know there was definitely reputation and like a like a a class system and then
1: then sometimes you know for some arcades you know there was brotherhoods like yo if i'm like yo good what yo this guy's got a serious you know, Chun Lee or whatever character they're taking, and you get that respect. And it's just like, yeah. it didn't become, you know, like the handout when you walk in the room. And yep, so like That's it. It's a community, man. It's a community. It, it was really, really cool to see And Again, a lot of that is, is missing, man. I, I, I do miss those days, man. It's, yeah.
0: It's so I much- think the, and I know you know what I mean here, but mm-hmm. the one of the funniest kind of examples of those situations you would get into is there'd be times where I'd, have to do something at home and i'd show up to the arcade what was late because there there was like a timetable of when people were there right yes yes. and so you show up late and there'd be you know i'd walk in sometimes and there'd be maybe six of the regulars the guys i know right and then there'd be like two new guys who were standing there waiting to play and Mm -hmm. so you know you'd walk in and the guys would see you and to your point you just kind of look at them you You know but Most of the time, you wouldn't come in if there were people you didn't know or weren't part of the group that were normally yep. there. You wouldn't let them know, them know they that yep. everyone else knew, right? Yeah. Yes. So you would kind of walk in, you give them the kind of look you or, or nod, and then, then walk up and just kind of watch. Yep.
1: size up the company. Are <laughs> you looking over the screen? Yeah.
0: Uh-huh, you'd be like, all
1: right, uh-huh. And then, uh-huh. you
0: know, a match or two, you kind of get a feel for them. Yep. And then- if it really came down to it and we were just like, we want the machine, so let's just get these guys out of here, out of you here. know, we mm-hmm. would already know who to say. Be like, uh, uh, Joel, why don't you uh, pick Reptile and just yes. get him out of here, man? And,
1: you know, <laughs> man y'all, was you just, y'all was worse than us. <laughs> <laughs> I never did that. That's cold blooded. Oh, we'd be, we'd be coordinating.
0: It. it would depend on the attitude of the guy, to your point, right? Sure. If, if If they knew what they were doing, and they weren't just acting like they knew, they knew right. what they were doing. Right. And they were kind of like down to, you know what I mean? Respectful, kind of like, oh, hey, you know, and, and nice. Then it was cool. Yeah. Um, but sometimes, you know, people would come in there just like, oh, you know, I'm the best at Mortal yeah. Kombat. Yeah. And then, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And be like, all right, man, um, yeah, why don't you grab Raiden? Just get him the hell out you of here. We don't, right. care. <laughs> you know, and, and then the best part would be like if you lose and he'd look, you know, there's no quarter. None of us will put quarters up. Mm-hmm. You know wow. what I mean? So he'd lose. And be yeah. like, you want to play again? Yeah, I'll play again. Beat him again. You want to play again?
1: <laughs> Just see the demoralization. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: <laughs> and then finally, he'd be like, "No, I'm, 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 I'm out, good and be Like, all right,
1: our turn. And then we yep. start playing. Dude, that, that is factual arcade culture, like factual, <laughs> like the T, man. I mean, again, and when I started get my reputation, I remember King King for some points would be my mouthpiece. <laughs> and it was just so fun. I remember doing a uh man. I, I wish we had uh, I wish we had videos from back oh, then. Well, if we had videos YouTube, <laughs> could you imagine you know what <laughs> I'm saying? back in these days? Forget about it, forget about it. we would be sensations and then things would <laughs> <say. laughs> Yeah, man, I miss those days, brother. Missed it is crazy. Mm-hmm. God.
0: I just you know, I, to your point, I know King now. I'd love to see King younger just talking as he can talk. <laughs>
1: Ruthless and, and no film nothing's off limits. Like it would <laughs> yo, it was it was bad. It was bad for people. Like you did not again, we had to deal with him daily. You know what I'm saying? So again, like a shout out to Kai, he put Kai Basu through the rigger. He put Saul through the ring and through a couple of wrestling games. You know, now for us, we all kind of had our niche. You know what I'm saying? My boy Sinister, he was really good at Halo. My boy, Mr. High, okay. they were okay. the at Halo. Like, like when we do, you know, the Blood Gulch and, the, you know, the Deathmatch, those yep. guys are always at the top. Like it was just like, damn. I mean, I was good, but I wasn't that good. <laughs> Tekken and sports was my thing. Okay. Like, you know, I was the king of the EA sports. It's okay. in the game. So when the Maddens came out, the old Maddens, you know what I'm saying? The cardboard oh, yeah. box with the the up and down with the, the ambulance coming on the field. And, <laughs> that, that, man, I was a beast in that. And then where I really developed my thing was um sports games, with like the basketball games. I remember when Lakers versus Celtics? Came oh out. yeah, those man, Bro, those are legendary games. Legendary yeah. on on the Genesis because yes, the Super they Nintendo were sports were not no. good. <laughs> no, Super Nintendo, you stay away from the sports. sports yeah, game. you don't do sports like So basically. <laughs> Where I came in, and then I would take that to the next level. We do tournaments, we do custom teams. So that was that. I was—I I, got to give myself credit. Card. I was really good in the 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 the, uh, the N64 wrestling games. Okay. You know, it was me, Kai and Solve. It was like that was the holy trinity where the belt would change hands. You know, say kind of thing. But yeah, the, competitively, those were my kind of like my origins with stuff like that. So FPS, I was solid—not the greatest, but the fighting and the, the sports back then. Those were my real real dominant stuff and then everything else i just love co-op or some great single-player games but yeah i miss those times man yeah it's just different it's just different but uh
0: yeah shout out you know we we just uh slandered all the super nintendo sports games so i'll just shout out to ken griffey real quick yeah all right that
1: was good good (laughs) (laughs) look if you were a hardcore sports guy just it just that was the appeal and people don't realize how underrated that was uh, ace of the hole for genesis. It, oh, it was really big back then. Man, yeah, it, it was really huge. was. I, and I don't know why. I don't the ports were better. <laughs> it was, it
0: was something to do, if I remember correctly. It was something to do because if you remember the CPU in the Genesis was twice as fast. And I'm going numbers are my game, man. So mm-hmm. I, I if I remember correctly, it's something like seven megahertz versus like three and a half in the Genesis. And I mm-hmm. think the Genesis for that reason, because remember the, the Super Nintendo versions would get slowed down like Slow crazy. Down. crazy. They couldn't handle it. Yeah, um, and that ruined it. Yeah. So yeah, the Genesis ones were just always better. Um, yeah,
1: got, you know, you hockey, we got to talk about the NHL.
0: Bro. Oh, dude, I grew up. I could. We could do a podcast on oh, NHL. That's why I fell
1: alone. I mean, and I, again, single a brother from the from from the South Bronx. We ain't got hockey around. Now, <laughs> I'm gonna say, from that, a video game perspective, though, hockey games are the game damn. Introduced me to the sport. See, Excellent. that's we don't realize like. I remember the original PGA golfs. I remember the, the original NHL. Like, awesome. those games were so good. EA yeah. had so, the EASN, remember? Yes. Yeah. EASN Sports Network. Network. You know what i yeah. And, like, when you saw that white cover, yep. that logo, you it was great. They had a strong reputation. And oh, huge. I remember, i never forget. I was like, yo, this hockey game is amazing. Yeah. Like yep. it was so good, and then each they iterate each year that they had one timers, and I'm like, yo, this. Is, <laughs> I was just going crazy, and then you know that's when the love for number sixty six started. You know, yeah, really fair enough. Fair you enough. know, what I'm saying? I have to admit it, it. It was very Genesis uh focused. <laughs> I was like, yo, whatever this guy is, I'm. This is my team. Yeah, six sixty eight, which was Yager. Yep. They had, oh, I believe they Kevin had Stevens. Yep, Kevin Stevens, twenty five. Yeah, seventy seven. What was the oh my man? What was my man? The, the defenseman. He was Coffee, like, coffee. Paul, call. what? That I, I was. My, I was my squad, man. You know what I mean? And I formed <laughs> I, I, I the connection every year because of EA Sports games. Yeah. You know, it got me into the real sport of hockey. And I was like, yo, I gotta go watch a game. Yeah, I went to a, my first game. It was in Madison Square Garden. Nice. Oh, Mario Lemieux scores. Like five goals, every type of goal. Honestly, I'm like he's the greatest ever. I'm like he's You've been tainted, but that's okay. I was tainted. I was tainted early.
0: <laughs> he's up. I mean, yeah. I mean, we could talk about that too. He's amazing. But he, I mean, he he really was. He was a game changer. He was incredible. Um, but those games, to your, to your, sorry, I was gonna say to your point because you mentioned the whole white case and yes. logo and everything. Once. They, they realized once they started standardizing that look of EA
1: sports titles, they just, they crushed it, man. Those games right. took off from that point. Big time. Let's not forget, people forget, at one point, NBA Live was extremely dominant, too. Oh, yeah. I NBA mean, yeah. Live was a big thing, man. So, yeah, salute to them. I mean, yeah. during those days, it was, it was re- the level of quality was just was yeah. so good. Yeah, It's
0: a shame because I think I don't know what it is nowadays, whether it's funding or complexity of the titles or whatnot. But yeah. the the year to year changes just don't feel like they used to. You know, Very when you, when you got that new NHL or Madden or whatever back then, I mean, it was like it was a
1: big deal. Absolutely, it was so. It was the the iterations were more substantial. You know, yeah. um, it's just I don't know. Maybe they fall into. The yearly production cycle just too much for them, and they just can't iterate. That's just, that's very samey, but yeah. I, yeah, that used to be my thing, man. Those, those sports games we used to play those things, heavy, man, heavy. Yeah, so I grew I grew
0: up playing ice hockey,
1: like in real life, um, mm-hmm. and I
0: still play. Um, mm-hmm. So obviously, NHL was a big thing, and you know, I played on a team uh, that traveled. So we mm-hmm. used to travel to, uh, you know, I've been to Canada a few times to play. I, Went up to Boston to play, you know, down south to play, just all over, and you'd stay in hotels, and and there would always be someone who brought their Genesis, yep. brought the latest NHL. And at uh, I specifically remember one time where we mm-hmm. had a, a tour bus that had a TV on it that we actually hooked the Genesis up on the bus. Wow! So we were we were we started a tournament. We had a whole weekend tournament. We started mm-hmm. the tournament, and the final came down to me versus my coach. Oh, and I beat him. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> like that playing time, sir. <laughs> Luckily I was good enough at that point to get oh, okay. he needed me on the team. Nice. But practice. Yeah. Uh-huh. Practice was rough a few times, that's for sure.
1: Ooh, boy, taking out that man, taking out that frustration. <laughs> <laughs> Can't let this young buck have that work
0: hard. <laughs> oh man, yeah, just some great times with those games though, man. Uh, and again, it goes back to what we started with the shoulder to shoulder competition sitting there same tv that right. was the beautiful thing right because unlike say um mm-hmm. halos golden eyes etc that came later with split screen and you could kind of screen cheat as we all did mm-hmm. you know the mm-hmm. any it, sports games those types of games you're on the you're seeing the same thing yes so it's just straight competition there's oh, no yeah. one you can't cheat you can't do anything like that oh, yeah. um oh, yeah. And you know, you always had those money plays in Madden or whatnot. Of course. Like, of course.
1: <laughs> so you go good. for that
0: fake punt and you know what I mean.
1: Puns, the cheesy money play where the AI is always busted and it just always works <laughs> yeah. every time. King was the king of finding of those, by the way. But um, yeah, that man. doesn't like, surprise me one bit. And shout out to them because it's funny you said it. all the other games I felt from a comp- competitive balance standpoint, they were fine, you know, mostly. Madden got to that point where I know people used to read plays. So I remember, remember at one point they used to implement choosing like the play above your screen or below your screen so that the person next to you doesn't see. They, that yeah. was a thing. You could fake it. Yes, yeah. you could fake it. Because I remember it got to the point where I'm like, all right, these people are picking the perfect defenses against the things <laughs> I'm doing every single time, and I'm getting stopped yeah. for a loss. And I'm just like, okay, something's going on. So Madden had to evolve. Yeah. Because they literally had the over the side, you know, your, your friend over the shoulder, looking trying to look at what you do. Yeah. So that was I think
0: that's fun. actually, you know, competitively speaking, or maybe I'm biased towards hockey. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a fact. But one of the things I like about NHL from a game perspective, if you're playing one-on-one like that, right, is you mm-hmm. control every person on your every team. Player. So when you pass the puck, you're still in control. You're in control of the whole game and everything that happens. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Madden, you're controlling the height, the QB, yep. and then whoever makes the play. But right, everything else, all those it's- other 20 players are AI all over the place. Yes, play. yes. Um, so it's a little different. But you're right. You're right. That's the beauty of NHL, man. So yeah. Absolutely. But um, gosh, man, I told you we could talk. Uh, you no, know we do. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, kind of segue, and then one of the other things I wanted to touch on was really around um, the gaming industry. Mm. Um, which we've kind of half done already, but you know, when we're talking about an industry that back then, and I don't have the figures in front of me, right. But I'm guessing was probably a five, 10, $20 billion industry globally at the time. And and yes. obviously over the decades, right. We're now closing in on a $200 billion industry, which has dwarfed everything yes. um, tire, the music and movies combined. In fact, I read an interesting stat today, which I didn't know it's, it grosses more than uh, movies, music, and all of the professional sports in North America combined. Wow. wow. So think about that. I mean, that's... That big yeah, in perspective. Yeah, it's nuts. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I know that when we started getting a little older, so we get into our 20s and, you know, the, the PlayStation comes around and the game changes a little bit, right? And then Dreamcast yep. is Sega's last hurrah, oh, oh, yes. and we'll always celebrate it. Um, and I think, you know, it's probably fair to say, I think the PS2 was a revolutionary step for gaming. big time. Big time. But by the time we get to there, that's 2001 or 2000. Mm. Um, <clears throat> you know, did you back then, were you still into gaming the same way? Mm. Um, and, and did you foresee it? Mm mm-hmm coming to where it is today you know and i mean obviously we don't foresee all the technology and everything but right. did you think that gaming was going to grow to the level it is today where it's basically kind of infiltrated okay. modern society
1: right it's part of culture today that's a great question because initially it just felt like my little circle's hobby right? Th- that's Sorry, not to cut you off, Carl, but that,
0: that's the point I forgot to make is when mm-hmm. we were growing up, if mm-hmm. you were a gamer, you were part of a niche, right? Yes. You were part of a a, a specific group who were relegated most of the time. Right. Um and kind of dismissed. Absolutely. So, I was just about to go there. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that I think the transition from that and the experiences we've had, which mm-hmm. we could talk forever about. Absolutely. Um to now where gaming is mainstream culture, very popular. You know, you've got representatives in Congress playing games on stream and Mm -hmm. famous people and movie stars building PCs and, Mm -hmm. you know, witchers on Netflix and all these things. It just, Mm -hmm. I, I, it feels very different to
1: me. I never would have foreseen that it would get this big. I'm the same way because again, to your point, again, I'm growing up New York city, South Bronx, you know, it wasn't cool. Like, it just, I was laughed at. The only thing that saved me from complete mockery was (laughs) I was an athlete. So just like you, I played basketball. I played football. I had, I was, I was really good. You know what I mean? So they were like, okay, ball. So it was like, it kind of gave me like a pass. Sure. Because I was still cool, because I could still do the other things. But I know friends that because all they did was game, they would clown them dudes. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, this is my guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? I had to kind of like shout them. I'm like, nah, nah, this is my guy. <laughs> and my and like, gaming is cool because they would laugh at us. We had our little books, we had our, our instruction manuals or whatever it is we had in the game, the, the magazines like GamePro, oh, yeah. EGN, EGM, um. You know, all these different magazines at the time. And oh, dude, we would geek out. We were like, yo, yeah, and, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. you know, it, it was just a it was a different time. So as it went on, I remember certain moments in gaming where like Halo was a moment. Yes. But people would come by and say, OK, what's that? What's y'all doing? You know, what I'm let me yep. let me try that. OK, that looks wild. This is cool. You know and so many people people would participate. Most people wouldn't participate, it took certain games. I remember sure. PlayStation Final Fantasy 7. <laughs> That's true. I, I, have, you know, I, I have to call a spade there a spade, were guys. Like that, it just is. wasn't into that. And they thought they, it was almost like it was a trick, they thought it was an action game. And then it was like, oh, this is some you know narrative JRPG thing. And then they got them into it. Um, there were just moments, man. Like it was certain moments, certain things that were just. Bigger than life. And it made more of the mainstream kind of look at gaming different, right? And like you said, as it it goes on and on, and then I remember, like, some of these same people that used to laugh at us, (laughs) 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 they're gamers now. Like, they're hardcore gamers now. It it was just, you know, I I knew it came full circle because, like, my mom would never touch any of that stuff. She was just, just toys. I remember a that's what way, they were that's what they were when we were kids. They were toys. They were toys. Yeah. That's a good point. Yep. That's a good and I remember, I forgot what it was. I think it was actually 3DO. is that that was during Ooh. the whole um remember when 3DO really went full with the full motion video implementation? Yes. I had
0: a 3DO man. I loved it.
1: And I think it was like a Sherlock's home. And she just watched me. She started, I'm like, what is she doing? Like she never she would come into my room, she say, you know, whatever she had to say, then she leave, right? Yeah. She stood and watched and <laughs> play it again. I'm like, okay. She was like, wow, that, that looks, you know, whatever they're doing, it looks, you know, real life. Yeah. I guess basically
0: big... like um it was almost like the the ancient equivalent of like um uh like almost like telltale games back yes. then where it was yes. like you yeah, had video and then you just
1: make quick selections and video again. And it just mesmerized her. And I remember so those like what are some of the few things I can get her to stay in the room and stuff like that. <laughs> and just like watch. And, you know, as we go on now, and I know I'm, fa- I'm really fast forwarding to, to regular. The reason why a lot of people are like, yo, I think I was on a couple of shows People like, yo, give me some of your games of generation. And inside was always high. And they were like, look, that's a good game. But why do you have a game in generation? And the reason being is. I know. I still have friends that are some friends that are non gamers, right? They yeah. never touch a game, or they may to touch a game once back in the day, and they, you know, they just look at me like, okay, that's your geeky hobby. We <laughs> respect you, God, that you do a podcast, and that's cool. Yeah, yeah, but whatever. And I would show them that game, or they would watch see me, and they still, all right, why don't you try moving that lever? What about? And I'm like, yo, oh, you want? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, it's a, it's a button. I'm like, it's simple, just try and it was just one but and i got people to play this game it, it became like a yo you're not a gamer all right cool try this <laughs> and i would bring the switch over i bring the you know the xbox controller and they'd play it, and they'd get hooked and yeah. they'd buy it I, i'm like mm-hmm, you see a- it's certain games that were transformative in that respect and yeah. um that's why i gave inside a lot of credit because that was one of the few games it didn't matter who it was people either watched helped contributed or wanted to play and get it. Yeah. In. So, That's yeah. fair.
0: That's mm-hmm. fair. It's funny you talk about the, the classic games like that, because now I'm thinking of the 3DO games, but the, the game that really visually brought people in, I think, back mm-hmm. in that era, was Myst. Oh. You remember yeah. when Myst came out? Because it was like you were walking through an actual world for the yes. first time. Yes. Um, game was boring as hell. Yeah, but right. For its time. <laughs> before, it yeah, for its oh, time, man, it, was,
2: look, a it was a revolution.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. But Yeah, I just, uh, you know, I I think today and, um, you know, my my son will get on, who's 15, by the way, my youngest, and, Mm -hmm. you know, they're just on Discord and they're just playing all these different games all the time. And it's just, I think the experience, it's it's part of their day now, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like it is for us. I mean, we talk and breathe games every day, but Mm -hmm. we've done that our whole life. Whereas that was very rare. Not even that long ago. I mean, we're not talking ancient history here. We're not that old.
1: <laughs> was not even that long ago, right?
0: <laughs> no, but I mean, even, you know, to your point, I think Halo was a moment. And, and you made oh. a very good point around specific games breaking through that barrier. And in fact, you know, you know, I love to harp on Halo, but Halo 3, I think, is the game that oh. took... Took it into mainstream, right? The marketing behind that game and yes. what it meant um yes. took it to a whole nother level.
1: So, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, another one, I know we will have a sh- debate about this, but the Mass Effect series, right? No, it did. Know, absolutely every, did. Every guess we have with IOP. I mean, we've had developers on, you know, people were like, yo, I didn't think games could do this.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know thanks I mean? to Mass Effect One, you
1: know what I mean? <laughs> he's
0: <laughs> a for our debate,
2: which he's invited y'all
1: <laughs> he's invited he's on team aspect respect what i respect it i respect it we're gonna we have a, a serious debate you got a couple of others man
0: oh, <laughs> i'm gonna be prepared i gotta hit the gym before we have that
1: debate. <laughs> i'm worried about you guys are stacked man i've got you Hogue, hoge lord bill Stillwell, like bill and- you guys yeah, are honey. stacked man. you, you know why
0: we're stacked though
1: Man. <laughs> <laughs> we're on the side of righteousness we're on the side of on the right side of history hold <laughs> on we do admit your no jokes inside like mass effect yeah so tremendous yeah. for the time and it it, like- it
0: it felt like that game that um forget the word i'm looking for here but basically you know we've had all these iconic sci-fi culture things right obviously star trek obviously Mm -hmm. star wars Mm -hmm. um all these things and and mass effect was probably the first story-based thing like that in the video game space that made it feel like games could compete on a fictional kind of universal level yes
1: because the story and the universe they created is just so good so good, cinematic um, nature, the the dialogue choices, the the you know, I just remember for its time—not to make this a Mass Effect podcast—but <laughs> for its time it was just like I remember being blown away that whatever your save data was at the end, yeah, transferred into the next game, and then, yeah, and then if people died, they were lost in that next game. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You know, provide you know you brought your save over, and it was, again, there's just so many you know, uh, like just transformative things that were introduced. And, yeah, like, like it's to, to the overall point, it was, again, another one of those moments, right, you know, where it's like, boom. I mean, and, you know, we got to give credit to. I know people give it a lot of crap, but Call of Duty was one of those too. Oh, absolutely. For Man, mainstream I'm, culture, yeah, 100%. 100%. I
0: remember,
1: for me personally, I know I'm going to get, you're probably going gonna to send a lot of shots my way, but I got to say it. Like they'll I, I call it errors. I remember certain errors as gamers, right? Yeah, there were certain games that were the king of that era, or they had a long run, like Street Fighter had a long run. Yeah, Kombat had a run on a come up, you know, you know, um Virtual Fighters, different things, different genres, mad and that right had certain things had runs. Yeah. With Halo King, that was a dominant run. Yeah. One, two, yeah. three. And it still was always good, but I never forget. When, I think it was Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare. And I, I guess it was the implementation of 60 frames, something about it. And then the yeah. perk system, yep. even us were looking at Halo hey, like... You All right, easy now.
0: Me. Easy now.
1: I'm just... I, I rem- Dude, I remember the crew. No, was, I do. They, 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 they kind of jumped ship for a bit.
0: <laughs> oh, no. What, uh, some people jump ship forever.
2: Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean,
0: they really did. Uh, call And remember, this is... I still hold that 2007's the best video game year ever. Um, so, Halo Three and oh. Call of Duty Four, Modern Warfare, came out the same year, and Mass Effect One, wow. and Bioshock.
1: Wow! I didn't even realize that.
0: And Assassin's Creed. Um, I mean, there's more. You can Perhaps keep it going. Uh, it was either one or two came out. I think it was that one. Is- I'm pretty sure. And one was still
1: transformative for a time because it was. Yeah, I mean,
0: 2007 done. is unbelievable. If you look back now, what we got in
1: that year, but well, maybe that's maybe. a whole other
2: topic.
0: But maybe to your maybe. point modern warfare halo was the shooter from 2001 until 2007 Killzone tried and failed badly badly you know there were a bunch of other companies that tried and didn't even come close Mm -hmm. um modern warfare is the one that stuck and said okay we're very different from halo Mm -hmm. but the quality is just as good right um and it, it yeah, I, I used to I remember being on on gaming forums and having debates with people about Halo three and, and modern warfare because I was a mm-hmm. Halo diehard. Yeah, um, I
1: know you're
0: <laughs> now I still played my, the difference is I still played the you hell played. out of Modern Warfare, right? Um and I still think Halo Three is better. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh to your point, it Call of Duty at that point. Yeah, you know, Call of Duty was good. Call of Duty Two when it launched with the Xbox three sixty was great. Great. But Call of Duty Four mm-hmm. changed the game. Changed the game, it um, and it did bring it into the mainstream and shit. It's been been at the top
1: ever since. Yeah, absolutely. There's moments. There's moments. I'm looking. Yo, you're absolutely right. I'm looking at this list. Two thousand seven. Yeah, it's not. This, this is insane. You had, like I said, Call of Duty, Halo Three, Bioshock, Super Mario Galaxy, Portal, yep. Mass Effect, Crisis. Yep. Uncharted. Um. Oh yeah, said, Uncharted too. Yeah god of war 2 half-life 2 <laughs> i insane. told you man 2000, 2007 is untouchable. 2000, wow, this is crazy
0: great <laughs> commanding we come. we actually did a show one of our uh i can't
1: remember one of one Rock we did a show End was 2007 that was another transformative non-gamers played that game they want yes. the ref this is insane <laughs> Yeah,
0: we, we had a debate a couple years ago because it was, it was either 2018, 2017, 2018, one of them. I mean, we've had some good years lately, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. it was like, is this the year to finally top 2007? And I was like, no, no, mm-hmm. it's not. We haven't topped it yet.
1: Metroid Prime. This is insane. Yeah.
0: yeah. If you look yeah. at the entire lineup of 2007,
1: it's
2: yeah,
0: unbelievable. I, I, I didn't even realize all of that happened in one year. Yeah. In <laughs> one year, which, you know, now that it's 14 years ago, I don't think we've realized that all of the greatness we were getting uh, like we do now because none of us were on Twitter or sharing right. the stuff on a daily basis.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, absolutely right, brother. Absolutely right. Crazy. But um, mm. so I don't think we have to talk long about this, but another thing I, I was thinking about is, you know, we were talking about industry and growth and that the thing I find most fascinating about it is that China it mm-hmm. hasn't really entered the mainstream conversation yet around what's going on there because their market is looked at separately yes. because of, for obvious, you know, political mm-hmm. reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was reading some stats the other day as an example mm-hmm. that Minecraft in China, not Minecraft, mm-hmm. Minecraft in China mm-hmm. has over 200 million monthly active users.
1: That's crazy. It has been
0: downloaded over 400 million times. Wow. That's one game in China. One game. Yeah. PUBG Mobile and PUBG are billion dollar Mm -hmm. IPs in China. Um, And it just, you know, it makes me think there's as China expands and they're exploding, right? As they expand. And I don't know what the future looks like, of course, but I have to think we get to a point where. Uh, in the near future, I would think, mm-hmm. where we really start to see China become a major, major player yeah. um, in game development and funding and production and everything else. You know, what's the, uh, the game we saw early, or, or late last year? Uh, Wukong. Wukong. Oh. Yeah, it looks incredible. Right. Um, and it's, you know, I think that's just going to be one of many that we start seeing out of that industry. I mean, Japan's always been the mainstay. Um, but Japan is a very small country yes. compared to China. I mean, it's tiny Absolutely. and the, the the resources and the revenue and the money that's going into there right now into China, I just think mark my words, I would think by next generation. So we're, you know what, five, six years out. I think they're going to be a serious, serious player. And we're going to, and because of that, we're going to get a wealth of new ideas that's in gaming I mean. and new IPs that we've never kind of thought of before.
1: Yeah, you you literally said every point I wanted to say because that is, like, you're on fire, bro. Like, that's what I think about it. It's just like like, this untapped, huge resource. And, you know, besides uh, just from a game consumption standpoint, you just nailed it from a game development. And I love those type of things because, I mean, even back then with Japan, like, you know, Japanese games, they were just so different and they introduced so many different mechanics. So I'm very curious to see, you know, Chinese developers really get their hands on tech and then express themselves so that now we're seeing experiences and stuff that we're not used to and to me that always makes gaming better. You know Absolutely. We, you know, cuz we love our western RPGs and yeah. our JRPGs like what's the genre that comes forth and to me that pushes the industry forward. You know what I'm saying? I remember, you know, just going on to um, when I go to conventions and stuff like that and I got to shout them out. I mean, I know City Project Red is the prominent Polish kind of company, but I remember seeing like a lot of games. Any game, I'm like, oh wow, another Polish developer! Wow, wow, like these games are really cool, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's cool when you see, for whatever reason, whether it be a resource thing or political ease of allowing gaming in, like you would see these tremendous ideas. And I I love that stuff because to me overall now we're getting gaming global now we're really getting the pot cooking and and that makes gaming better man I always I'm always a fan of that stuff so yeah man like you know Korea is another, like it's, it's so yeah much. South Korea I mean nuts mm, yeah. it's so much and again I know we me and you always have this conversation about you know why you know we we're a fan of what the vision of Microsoft is trying to do. Yeah. With Game Pass and mobile yeah. and games on these streaming platforms and stuff, because some of these regions really cater towards that. And like you said, you know, we're with PUBG Mobile and stuff like that. Yeah. Sometimes you, you'll be surprised at what breaks through and becomes this major success in another region. And again, it's, it's the health of the industry. So I'm all about that, man. It, it's really exciting to see what these other regions can do. You know, once they really hit the ground running, they have the tech. They, they're starting their development studios, they're starting to build stuff up. Exciting times,
0: yeah. I, I I think the point you made around uh, kind of their experiences, and you know, it's the culture, right? I mean, think about how much to your point, how much Japanese culture has been uh, I don't want to say learned because that may be a little too much of a stretch, but I mean, how much it's kind of infiltrated our upbringing because mm-hmm. of games, yes. right? There's a lot that I think i know about japan <laughs> uh because of games yeah. um you know and i obviously anime's become a huge thing it wasn't when we were younger but it become huge but i mean look at a game right behind me right and, and shout out to you it goes to tsushima right look at the what they did to kind of appreciate and celebrate some of the things from japanese culture Absolutely. um and, and knowing you know china because of the political reasons i think there's a a massive amount of untapped history there that west is just not
1: taught we just don't know it just don't know it yeah, it, it, yeah and it, i, it, it, I mm-hmm. yeah. no go ahead go ahead you know I was just, i'm just thinking also i'm literally i'm just in my mind I'm thinking about wukong and i'm just like yeah you know there's so many that don't know that story, so it's complete foreign to them but so cool. Like what is that? And a lot of this is mythology. A lot yes. of this is based on, you know, traditions and, and, and things of that nature. And I love stuff like that. Again, that pushes the culture forward. That pushes the genre forward and people then get more creative, more ideas. Cause there's always those periods of stagnation. You know what I'm saying? There's always, That's so right. when you introduce that, you know, I, I can't, I cannot wait, man. I'm always going to push that. I'm always going to push diversity in reference to game development as well. And, um, those are the times you get to see those those ideas and you're like, yo, okay. This is a, <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling this. Yeah, man, absolutely.
0: But I think, uh, you know, you said diversity, which I, is something we haven't touched on. Uh, and I meant to that was one of the other points I wanted to touch on about the arcade and the experiences oh, of man. our past is because, you know, I wrote an article around um, uh, how gaming, uh, the good in gaming, right? How it brings people together. Um, oh, but what? Amazing. One, oh,
1: amazing I would, yeah, was thank that. you. I was like, this this touched me. In a, yeah, you killed that article, brother. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I just, you know, I mean, you know as well as I do, that gaming back then, um, especially the arcade scene, uh, I mean, it just brought people together. It didn't matter where you were from, where you lived, what you look like. Facts. You know, anything about yourself. Yep. It was how good you were at the game, mm-hmm. um, which is what it should be about. And I think one of the nice things kind of in that realm, right, is that you got a lot of, especially today, a lot of these kids Mm -hmm. play games, like I said, day in, day out. Um, And, you know, whatever their education level may be, Mm -hmm. in one way or another, when you're experiencing different cultures through gaming, um, different nations, different histories, different political battles, you know, we've seen a a growth in these games that touch on serious topics. Mm -hmm. Uh, What was it? The War of Mine, I think, that touched on the uh, invasion of... uh, Mm-hmm. I'm going. I'm going off. I may be wrong here, but something like the invasion of Poland, right in in you know Nazi Germany, um, mm-hmm. something like that. But I mean, very tough, tough topics. Tough topics. But your 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 players, you're not forcing, but the people who play it are are engaging in that, and they're you know it's possible for them to have fun and learn at the same time, even mm-hmm. though the game's not looked at as like a learning type game, right? right? Yep. Um, yep. And I think just, I mean, Chinese history is. I don't even know a whole lot about it, but I know there's a wealth of it there okay. uh, from the Ming dynasty and everything forward. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think it would just be amazing to see what they can do with, you know, big funding and, and bringing uh, their vision of things and histories into, uh, you know, into fruition.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, again, you think about also the set pieces, right? You know, we talked about Ghost mm-hmm. Ship earlier, you know, again, you know, when you introduce these different cultures into it and now you've got. Besides just new ideas and stuff, you know, like we said, culture and, and getting these things in gaming. And it really, really is mind blowing for a lot of people that really know nothing about that culture. It it truly brings that side, that element into the game. And it's needed. It's needed. man. It and is I, I love that stuff. I mean, overall, I absolutely love that stuff. It really draws me in. Yeah. Yeah. Which I can tell by your ghost love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: i need to
0: get back to it i, I did reinstall it on okay. my ps5 but i don't okay. have my save file so i've gotta save gotta it, figure man. that mess out but once oh. i do i'll get back to it mm-hmm. um so kind of a, a little bit of a transition but you know i figured since it's just the two of us we could kind of oh. chat about um uh gaming media Ha <laughs> ha. Because I know uh I know <laughs> let's go. I know we have a lot of thoughts on this. Um mm-hmm. you know, I've you know, I've been rather outspoken on this, uh, you know, and I, I certainly let my feelings be known around uh how gaming will use the phrase lightly journalism is handled today.
2: Yes. Um
0: but you know, I what I was trying to think and kind of thinking about this conversation with someone like yourself mm-hmm. is we we touched on the EGMs, the game pros, the uh, next generation was my oh, favorite the- magazine.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah. My favorite. I mean, they were like the intelligent developer kind of gaming magazine.
2: Yes.
0: Um, But, uh, you know, I was trying to think back. Okay. Realistically, if I'm looking back at those magazines, were they as sensationalist as media today, gaming right. media today, and right. you know what we see on social media and websites and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, they had their moments. Um, You know, of course they did. Right. I mean, they're still selling magazines, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I personally, as you well know, feel like there is a level of kind of uh, degradation there um, in the way that things are covered. I mean, there are. A few respectable sites, I would say, that kind of cover things what I would call the right way. And when I say that, I mean big sites like uh, you know GamesIndustry.biz oh, yeah. is probably yeah, oh yeah, very professional. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're a professional mm-hmm. site covering the industry, right? yes. Um, but there's just so much of the nonsense, and I just mm-hmm. you know I, I I can't tell if it's just my bias and my upbringing mm-hmm. or if it actually has devolved the way I think it's devolved. Do you know what I mean? What, what do you think no. about that?
1: I don't know where you're going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man, I mean, look, both of us, you know, we both run websites, you know? Yeah, that, and, that's uh, what I mean. And you know, we've so talked about this at length, I know. Yeah, but
1: This is near and dear to us. I mean, yeah. you know, you know, to to the credit of the, you know, past generation, you know, the old gen of media, of games media, where you know, so, let's be real. Social media wasn't as much of a factor. It wasn't really of a course. factor at all. So yeah. you you came there for the information. You came there for the news. You, it was it was this resource that you you just you needed to get a hold of because it wasn't really anything else covering it. Yeah. And I think, like I said, you know, now again, the way things are reported from certain sites, yeah, it is disappointing because you know some things unfortunately are reported. In a semi inflammatory nature, which is to provoke or to get an emotion out of something as opposed to just reporting. Yeah. Right? And there's one thing to say, this is how I feel. And I, I like, we urge our writers, opinion. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, this yes. is how you feel. I, there's times I had to tell a guy, like, listen, not that you can't, we're going to censor you. Right. But when you make a statement like this, and remember, unless it's a review, which is, again, your interpretation, that writer's yep. personal interpretation of said content or medium. But the thing is, you know, I, I feel a lot of times, and look, a lot of people are guilty, you know, th- this clickbait error, and it's a fanboy-driven, very tribal, very my Sony, my Xbox, my this, and people feel like they have shares in this company. Yeah, they got that, a lot of employees they're not aware of. <laughs> 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 a lot of around, you know, what I'm so it's just like, yeah, it's just, you know, the sad part about it is, yeah, a, a lot of, not all, they, of course, I'm not going to condemn all, yeah, but a lot of games media has fallen into it, you know, you know, and and it's. It's, t- it, it, I'm from an era where it's like, okay, I, res- I respect the hustle. I know what you're doing. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: let's be real here. Well, you know what I'm saying? As far as just as long as you acknowledge what you're doing, because a lot of it is to literally, they see the traffic. They see whether it's the the, the positive or the vitriol or whatever. It's going to generate that type of emotional response based on this level of culture. And it's sad because my my whole thing is this. Okay, fine, but you gotta look at the repercussions. The repercussions now. Yeah. I'm just in this point where I'm just so disgusted, Ames, when developers just get attacked. Yes, me too. Like, me too. oh, lazy, all you had to do, why couldn't you do it? Like said, like game development does not work like that. You <laughs> no. know? It just it drives me crazy. That's why I was like, for my platform, I I have to be humble and celebrate these guys because. We don't have half the skill. A lot of these guys have to make games and know the process of game making, right? So you you got that aspect, you know, and it, it it's it's a trickle down effect with these kind of art articles because again, you got tribalism, you got people attacking and people being disrespectful, and, and then the other thing, you know, on now that I'm seeing now in this generation, particularly what really aggravates me the most, yeah, what Ryan my gears, <laughs> is we've got all these side chair, armchair developers. Right. Everybody knows oh, you could have easily made that 60 frame. What the hell? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Or like, you know, I don't understand why they can't. And it's like, bro, you don't have a clue on yeah. what it is
0: to yeah, do. You could have stopped with I don't understand. You nailed
1: it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> exactly. and then shut you, <laughs> exactly. you know, again, it's just, you know, it, it it's frustrating. And that's the part. We we've we just devolved into this disrespectful coach and then to each other. To yeah. each other, it, it, it trickles down like, oh, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. And this is, the, you know, look, me and you playfully debate, right? We'll have our little Masterpiece, our Final Fantasy stuff, but it's out of respect, and we all recognize these games are great and whatever. But the personal attacks and all this yeah. vitriol, it's just like it's not that serious, and people lose sight time and they time do. again. I do. It's, it's getting normalized. Yeah, it, like this is like I, I, I got a rule, like we don't even say that. X bot, and I don't even say that on a bot. No, podcast. me neither. Like, I'm not doing that. Like that, that to yeah. me is just so devolved foolishness. Like I, I'm not going to be a part of that. Yeah. So for me, it's like, yo, remember from our era, we come from that. Games wasn't it wasn't cool to be a gamer, right? This was just you know now it's this unifying thing. We should be like celebrating this unifying thing that yeah. brings us together this thing that we share, this passion, this love of this thing, picking up control and having fun with friends. We share that. That is completely lost. It's blue versus red, blood versus crimson gang banging. <laughs> I'm just like, bro, like, yeah. I'm going to you bro, y'all, y'all look like clowns to me, to yeah. me. It's it just, it's ridiculous. So that's the part, you know, and I have to admit, you know, back to your overall point, you know, Games media has played a factor into it, you know. Yeah, they've played a factor. They, 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 they have blood on their hands.
0: <laughs> no, that's true. It's <laughs> true. I mean, you you covered yeah. a lot of points that you know I obviously agree with, and and hadn't even thought of at the moment. Um, yeah. But you're right. You're right. It, it's, it's. Um, it's disappointing, right? Yeah. At the very least, because you know, think of everything we just talked about and the camaraderie and the the brotherhood among gamers, and right. to your point, just appreciating everything about what every system brings and what every game brings, and mm-hmm. it's just you. It's very difficult at times yeah. on social media to even have that type of conversation um, right. because the noise is just so loud from right. these other things, and I I think. You know, my opinion has always been that uh, it's not an opinion. It's a fact, whether people like it or not, okay. because I, we run the sites and we know how this works. But, okay. you know, those sites who dive into that and kind of just they don't necessarily go all the way. Mm-hmm. But they poke. They poke. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And they just they, they have headlines that are made to do a very specific thing. Yeah. Um, and it's its exhausting um, mm-hmm. and it's disappointing. And I, I wish. I always tell my uh, I tell my youngest that, you know, I not that I would ever change his life. Right. But I wish he could have experienced yeah. gaming when we grew up okay. with his friends, because yeah. I, I know some of his friends are all great kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if these guys had kind of experienced it in that way, mm-hmm. um, I think they would see it differently. It's just yeah. viewed differently today and experienced yeah. differently.
1: No, ab- absolutely. Brother. I mean, that's what it is. It's just like I say, just it really bothers me. I- I'll see, you know. You know, I'll, I'll name drop a little bit, but I like I've seen like you know Matt Pascatella from NPD Yeah, have to battle people because yeah. all he's doing is reporting the sales numbers. He's of, reporting numbers, and They're these guys, there's no. I, I see the guy say, "There's no way Gears Five could have done that way with Game Pass." I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> reporting the numbers, in yeah. these dudes. I've seen people attack me when we reported how great Grounded was doing on Steam, yeah, right? Oh, th- 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 we shouldn't even acknowledge that because it's a PC platform. And I'm just like, bro, you're <laughs> that angry? It's that <laughs> successful. Yeah. Like, how crazy that sounds. Like, you are mad. You are holding a grudge uh, because of your love for one platform. You can't have the success of another <laughs> platform. Like, that, bro, it's just... It, the yeah. tribalism is just so... Mind boggling and I'm just like, man, we and it's
0: like a domino effect, it like yeah,
2: it, it, it
1: piles on and builds up and builds up because then, yeah, people click together and there's a whole bunch of these people all. And I'm just like, yo, I I, I sadly I just had to, and I, I never was probably to the last two years, like block, I've just been like block, block. off. No, me too. I, I can't, man. I can't. I'm not coming on my timeline with any ad vitriol. Like, if you're a yeah. friend of mine and we have a friendly debate, that's one thing, but I see people just jump on my timeline, just guns blazing on positive news <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or games that I'm playing. I, I'm playing a game, i will put a screenshot, yeah. just playing that trash. And I'm yeah. like, what is going on, friend? Oh, I caught
0: a lot of that for my cyberpunk glove, you know, and my review and, you know, i am tried, I wrote an article about tips to help people and you just, you get those random people who I have no idea who they are, just jumping on my timeline to tell me how bad the game is that they've never played. Like, what are you? <laughs> People are out of their damn mind. Man. I well, wonder how they
1: get through the day. You know what I, I mean? I, I don't. It, it is sad, and, and and to bring it full circle, this is my theory. I could be wrong, but I think because they don't that this this current generation doesn't doesn't have that physical interaction. I'm one hundred percent with you. Right? Yeah, and I know where you're going. I know where I'm going? I gotta <laughs> say a lot of these dudes, and I don't want to disrespect anybody. A lot of these dudes are looking up to these streamers and these online personalities, yeah. and they, they are their god. These are not you. Don't know these people in real life. No. Them. you know what I'm saying. Me and you, we met. Yeah. <laughs> like we met. We we broke bread together. We could do other big things together. The following year, but obviously we saw what happened with the pandemic. But okay. it's like they don't have the social skills. And, and 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 I think that's the sad reality here. A lot of these guys are in echo chambers. They stay, they surround themselves around other people with echo chambers. They have no real life interaction with people just online. Yeah. They form these love attachments or hatreds towards on, online personalities. It, dude, there's some mental stuff going on here, bro. I'm not a no, psycho. stuff I, going on here, and it's sad.
0: Yeah, you touched on it 100%, and it's, uh, it's a great segue. I, I, I completely agree with you. Um, and I you know the
1: yeah, I know we we were talking like we the old guys in the room, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, we we should have filmed this up on the balcony while we were throwing <laughs> it <together. laughs> Facts,
2: But uh but
0: you know the 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 quote that always comes back to me when you, you were going with the physical thing is mm-hmm. and, and again, back to the arcade, back to being in school or whatever is you couldn't spout off like you do today Could you would not you wouldn't survive you wouldn't, survive. You wouldn't
1: even for that you wouldn't <laughs> like, even get the words out your mouth for some that no
0: like, it, it always brings me back to mike tyson uh mike tyson's <laughs> quote where he's like everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth
1: <laughs> <You couldn't laughs> it's do. true it's true it's so true it's so like again the, the level of disrespect these guys yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's what I mean by normalized. Right. I think it's so commonplace Mm -hmm. and that people, sadly, of my son's era, my youngest or even my, you know, my even I would say even nowadays, the people in their early 20s, -hmm. um, they've grown up in that era where the majority of their discourse, and I use that lightly, is online. Right, yeah, that's it. It's all day, every day, and so their relationships, their communications, their to your point, their admiration for certain people, their dislikes of brands or other people, it just it feeds and feeds and feeds, Preach. Preach. and it it disconnects them from what it's like to stand in front of someone and Preach. you know appreciate who that person is as an individual. No, Preach. there's nobody. Well, I won't say nobody because there's some crazy people. (laughs) out there, But you know what I mean? A a lot of these people who just go off on these rants and tangents to developers about their game and why is the frame rate this or why is there bugs or whatever. Put put the developer and the, you know, the animator and other people in a room with that person Mm -hmm. and see what they have to say. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, realize that the person you're attacking, that's just another human being who's doing a job uh, from her company who goes home at night to a wife or her husband who has children. You know
1: what I mean? It's just, it's unbelievable to be. It, it is. is. And the last part I said, even myself, I've never gone out and attacked anyone. Right. But it's like, there's been times where I just didn't understand. Like, okay, why did that happen in this game or this development cycle? Yeah. And I get angry because it happened. I won't go on an attack tirade or anyone personal. You'll be surprised when you finally get a hold of these people, whether it's behind the scenes or on a podcast And they tell you something, and they be like, "Oh, yo, that was crunched in last minute." Or let me tell you the story behind this (laughs) particular act, and you're like, "Wow, all of this had to happen or didn't happen because." And you start to realize how game development is, and it's just like, "Yo, it it is so much to it. There's so many moving parts." And we're not even just talking about in the development aspect. Then you got to fight with the publisher and the deadlines and the this and There's so many things that is added into that pot. To yeah. then what ends up coming out to us, yes. and, and and that's the thing gamers truly don't understand. There's a, that's why one of the questions I always say, and I got added to ask them as well, is like, "Help educate us on something that gamers get wrong." I love to hear developers just talk about that. Yeah, a lot of times you guys think X, Y, and Z, and it's not that. And I'm like, really? Yeah. And it's just those stories are what I live for. Yeah, because again, so much misinformation is out online, and such unnecessary. Vitriol, and the last point I'll make is, well, from I'm from the era where again you get that magazine, and yeah, you may have got a magazine and they rated your favorite game lower. <laughs> tried, right, and you're oh okay, it's a three out of five or whatever. But yeah, the the amount of emotional connection to these scores and these Metacritic's, bro, like it, like it's just an outlier. Again, one person man's opinion of something yeah. right if you love that game nothing no man or no publication should be able to move you off your square for your passion that's right I think that's the, it's not the highest metacritic game of the world no. <laughs> you know so at the end of the day it's like yes you can say okay maybe they didn't review this aspect they should have focused more on this and okay fine well they didn't play that if you want to critique it and say you know there's some things that were missed you know, that should have been included in regard. That's one thing. But the left, like, the- they're taking these overall 90s to the grave, bro. Like, they, yeah. oh, you got an 84. It's not Like, I'm seeing all type of foolish comments, yeah. too much emotional connection to a score, and it- it's like now it's a bad game now because it's <laughs> <Yes>. only 80. <laughs> like, what? Like, it- yeah. And you were-, you were making the point around
0: it. Mm-hmm. it- it kind of affects everything and you're, you're doing it again now because th- these scores and the attachment to these scores, right. Has also now basically screwed up reviews and opinions yes. of games. Yes. Um, because what I, what, what I tell the contributors at season gaming all the time is look, we have a zero or a one, a one to 10 scale for reviews. Mm-hmm. That means a five is about an average game, right? You know what I mean? Or six in that range, right? right. That does, for most outlets, it feels like a six and a half, seven is like your average game. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like they have, they don't have a one to 10 scale. They have a six and a half to 9.5 scale. Yeah. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? And it's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's the impact of all these things combined, I think, has really uh, degraded a lot of aspects of it. And it's just, it's frustrating.
1: It is. It is. It's frustrating. And last point I make is just that what I've learned, you know, is just, you know, social media is a benefit to it as far as promotion and stuff like that. But I've actually learned to to peel back some because at the end of the day, if they've got that much time to be on Twitter 24 <laughs> complaining about this and attacking this and destroying this review. You ain't playing games, bro. That's right. You ain't playing. You ain't playing. You playing Twitter. You got achievements on Twitter. You got trophies <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> you ain't playing games, fam. And, and people can say whatever they want, but about me playing, oh, you play Destiny too much? Look at my hours in this game. No yeah. one can question that I'm not playing. You the thing. And That's the thing. And, and, that, the, and I, I just miss, you know, King used to say it best, like, no argument. You know what? Let's take this out. Yo, how about you, we go one-on-one in this game? Like, let's take this out here. Yeah. And you build know friendships like that, you know what I'm saying? It's just that. Yeah, we just got to change the culture. People got to game more, play together more. A lot of this stuff can can change, and and, and games media got to do their part also. Without stoking the flames all the time, yeah. Just report, just report, and you're good. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be, you know, all this all this other extra sensationalism. Yeah, stuff. I know. I know
0: it's exhausting. I think you touched on something funny there too, where you said, uh, you know, you have a lot of hours in destiny. And I know I told you my, my stepson has played it for thousands of hours. Um, you know, one of the things that I, it, it took, <clears throat> mm-hmm. let me figure out the way to say this. It, 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 it's nothing bad. It, it's a good thing, but it's, 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 it's so it took the to realize it. We've heard that before. It's like, um, you know, we still hear that from people of, okay, uh, some people are like, well, I have, you know, some people chase trophies and achievements. Some people do this, but they'll call you out. You know, like you said, people always giving you crap about destiny and, you know, like me and you joke about destiny, but, but, um, you know, people will seriously say, ah, he has a thousand hours in destiny. You don't play anything else, whatever. Mm -hmm. it's like, but one of the things I've come to appreciate as I've gotten older too, is just gaming is a hobby for fun at the, at the core of it. What you should be playing is for fun. Yes. And I think that's if playing one game for 10,000 hours
2: that person you're sure.
0: enjoying yourself doing that, mm-hmm. there's absolutely nothing. Wrong. I don't care if your gamer score is 10.
1: Facts, and they try to shame gamers now, that's the new thing now. They try to shame gamers on achievement score and, and plan. Let me pull up his read on him, like, bro, like, which we, is
0: which is. Sorry, I was just going to say it's crazy, right? Because there are people who really enjoy achievements and trophies. I, mm-hmm. I know I have friends too. And, oh, and if that's fun for you, by all means. all oh, means, knock yourself out. Jason, but mm-hmm. I'm just like you. I have, you know, 600 hours in Halo 5. I have mm-hmm. like 1,200 hours in Smite over the past six mm-hmm. years. You know what I mean? These they are games that it. my fun is from playing with my friends
1: Facts. in that ongoing experience. Facts. I don't give a shit about achievements. Exactly. People have to understand that. And, 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 the, and the last point is again, again, from our era, any any young boy that pull up on me with that foolishness. <laughs> here, let's do this. Let's go back to the Coleco vision and pull up more of my achievements on Coleco, Mass System, Turbo. I will lap okay. all of you guys yeah. if these existed. When I was in my hay, so to speak, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was doing all this. So again, you, you yeah. can't, you know. judge people by by this score this you know score look if you like to chase that and i like to chase it for certain for games i love yeah certainly i feel like yo i love this game i need to get i need the platinum or i need to get the thousand gamer score because i play this game so much it's a pride thing because i want to also want to respect the developer and say hey i did all this stuff you know i mean kind of thing but it's like you know to 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 attack people for it, like, this is a badgeron, like, you pulling up with your resume, you know. <laughs> like, bro, you're not getting nothing for that, so, uh, it's cool, if you're in a competitive space with someone, and y'all like to do that, I'm not knocking it, I get it, but again, yeah. don't disrespect people, <laughs> if they like certain games, that still makes them a gamer, they're still a gamer, it's, it's, this is what's giving them the most enjoyment, and they are having exactly. it, you know what I'm saying, and never, just doing that thing, and that's cool, yeah. that's cool, nothing wrong with that. Yeah.
0: Exactly as it should be. I mean, that's what gaming is. Yeah. Um, so whatever brings you together. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's what brought that person in. That's how you got to look at it. Right? Exactly right. I don't care what they're playing. If they're having fun, then that's all. I, I look at a game like a uh, perfect example for me is Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing has, God, what's it? Like 30, up to 30 million now, nearly, I'm sure. At least. yeah. Um, You know, best-selling game mm-hmm. of last year. It mm-hmm. just dominated. Uh, oh. You know, all kinds of numbers and stuff. But mm-hmm. I, I've tried that game. It bores me
1: to tears. I just can't <laughs> yeah, play. It's like I thought, like, yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah.
0: but that's fine. Right. I know other people who have put hundreds and hundreds of hours into it. And mm-hmm. if that's making them happy, by all means, why why would I ever judge someone for doing something that makes you happy? I mean, that, that extends outside of gaming. Why would you ever judge anyone? You see what
1: you just did there? That, that's the lost art. People can't separate what something th- they can't separate something that they don't like that other people like.
2: Yes, they, they
1: really it. struggle with it. They struggle like yeah. they cannot give credit. There's so many games that I'm just not into, but I recognize that yo, this is still a powerhouse. That this is still a major contributor to gaming and it has a tr- you know a tremendous community. Final they Fantasy sevens that for me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you had a dirty You had a <laughs> But yeah, I mine, like mine. is like is Overwatch. Like me and Bill still okay. at it. I'm like, I, I I get it from a team, you know, shooter, cooperative shooter, yeah. the balance mechanics, all these different abilities. I get it. My only thing was, I could, me personally, I could never give a game of a year without a narrative. That was just me. I was just like, I just wish it had a narrative. Like you got all these cool characters. Where are they from? What do they do? Can I get an <laughs> ending? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, can I get one ending? Like, So he's like, okay, I get what you said. And then when I seen Overwatch 2, whatever. But I don't go out my way to just be disrespectful to the game because I do understand it was a phenomenon. It was a movement when that thing came out. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing uh, as opposed to, oh, trash. That's the favorite word. Trash. trash. Yeah. You know what I'm And it's just like, nah, like, it's not for me. That's my favorite segment like, yo, it's not for me. Nailed but it. I understand Why that thing is there, and why we need it on the platform. That's the other thing, guys. Gamers do that I can't stand, which is like, we don't want that trash. We don't want that. Dude, this you want? If you want to bring people to your platform, you gotta have a diverse lineup of games. And sometimes there's people who will buy a console just for that. So why are you? Because you're selfish and you just want to play your thing. You don't want nothing else but your thing on the system. Like, don't get me started. Yeah, but
0: here's the problem though: is, is you're using intelligence and logic.
1: That was your first mistake.
0: (laughs) 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 But, you know, uh, when you said it's just not for me, that's exactly how I felt about Death Stranding. So I'm not a huge Kojima fan. I I give him crap out of jokes all the time. Uh, But I've I've just his the way he makes games, Mm -hmm. it's just not enjoyable to you, which is fine. Um, he's still a legend in the industry. It doesn't. My opinion doesn't change that.
1: Absolutely.
0: So when Death Stranding came out, and you mm-hmm. know the nonsense that was surrounded that game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Dan reviewed it for us, loved it, mm-hmm. and, and and exactly what I said is: look, I've watched enough of this game, and I know Kojima enough from the way it developed. It's just not for me, not for you. But yeah. I'm not out there saying, "Oh, that game's trash." Oh, exactly. I don't want that on Xbox. Oh, it doesn't matter. You know doesn't what I mean? Why yeah. I it just doesn't make any sense. Like I don't understand it.
1: It's just again, it's this over emotional, you know, thing. And I just notice it with this generation of gamers. It's just such. It's just brand recognition. It's just it's, it, they 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 take it on as if it's their personality. It's their you know they, they just like, their company. We and you know and all this other stuff. And yeah, yeah that's just, the, that. we's the funny thing. <laughs>
0: well, when I see things like oh, we got this game. Like who's we? <laughs> did, you, did you buy a copy? Is it is it out? Um, so, that? you know, you, you, you touched on in the same line with this, you touched on, uh, personalities. Yeah. And, uh, one of the other things I was thinking about was, you know, going back to the whole gaming media and everything we're discussing right now, mm-hmm. and I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit, Let's go. a little bit. It's not aimed at anyone in particular. So just a general, but do you think YouTube has played a role in we Keep using the word devolve, but I'll use it again. Played a role in devolving our uh conversations around gaming and specific games,
1: mm, yeah. That, that's a good one, man. I mean, it's tough because obviously I use the platform, <laughs> so yeah, this is sure. going to be on it. So, yeah, the yeah. platform, and I don't want to go too crazy because I do recognize the importance of it, and it's yes. given a lot of people you know financial success, it's given people. I know people do it full time, and that's the income, right? Yes, you know, it's not my situation, but I know people. with it? And they, you know, God bless them. They, they they're doing something they love, and they're able to monetize it. completely. Um,
0: same with streaming for
1: that matter. Yeah, same with streaming. You know, I think what I noticed is um, there is the the, the devolving <laughs> happens <laughs> to me when you know you start to, you know, see people use tactics to latch on to either bigger content creators to create either drama, you know, straight-up attack videos. This is why Ainsley Bolton is wrong. (laughs) 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 It's the title of the video. It's the title of the video, right? This is why, you know. And it's just, again, instead of having a debate, which is basically what I've learned is just like, It's all part of the game. It's all part of this clickbait. It's all part of this whatever they could do to to, to juice the algorithm kind of stuff. And the sad part is you have people who put out amazing content that really is like they spend hours. They do the research or they'll have these amazing interviews with these legends. And I'm just like, wow, how is this not? Gaining traction, and it. I know you and I have both experienced that. It happens exactly. You know, there's a couple of interviews. I'll be the first to admit here, like that. I know how much pain, you know, and, and, and effort went into putting something together and you see the, it's only natural. Do we live by the view count? But it's only natural to look at the view count sometime. Right. And be like, damn, I wish that would have been a little better, like a little disappointed that gamers didn't, you know, go out and check this out. And I've even seen, shout out to Cow. I've even seen him say he's had like just tremendous series where he has one-on-one with a lot of people in the industry and stuff like that. And, and, you know, I've seen him voice it and it's just the part where it's devolved. It's just sad that, you know, again the red versus blue stuff will win yeah. the tearing down another content creator will win the you know the just because people are arguing will win you know what i'm saying and it's just like i get it i don't know if it's a the short attention span error kind of thing and i'm all, i'm almost to the point now where i've become programmed <laughs> like if i have a developer on uh-huh. Expect the views not to be what it is. <laughs> like I am already program because I'm like yo, but my thing is no, I'm not gonna stop doing it yes. because so many nuggets that I learn, there's so many things that they teach the audience, and I just I, I'm never I'm never gonna stop that. So to me, it's yeah, views is great. Don't get me wrong, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? But my our mission is different. You know what I'm saying? So, but the, I think here's the problem. This is where it devolved. I got it now. <laughs> <laughs> I rambled in the circle now. But no, you're fine. Okay. It's when for some of these guys, it's the paycheck and the only paycheck. Yeah. So what has happened is people have thrown away their personal feelings and morals and become characters and they become, you know what I'm saying? Personas. And and personas, which don't necessarily reflect who they really are. Yeah. But what's happened is if they be who they really are and then they say, Oh man, being a TurboGrafx 16 fan ain't really popping right now. <laughs> you no know one's these view counts are low, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. now, oh, Genesis Super Nintendo's popping. I'm just using examples from back in the day as if it was either you know, you know where I'm going with this. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. Oh, wow, Genesis is it. Let me just make all Genesis content now because this is what look at the views. Yeah, that's what it is. So, you're not going by what's in your heart. You're going by where that media and that algorithm go. Yeah, that's where the, de- the devolve again, and then the disrespect. Oh wow, I disrespected these? look Look how much views I got. <laughs> I'm get on his neck about Mass Effect One every day and make a video. That's what it is. Yeah, right. Yeah, it is. It <laughs> it's is. sad. It's sad. It, it, it just—I don't know how to fix it. I, I just—I just wish, you know, especially <laughs> you know what I'm going. I just wish, like I said, those guys how really would, you know, kind of help those type of guys that, you know, quote unquote, do it the right way. Yeah. Positivity, you know, and, and really put a lot of effort. You just wish those guys could get the shine they deserve because there's a lot of great content creators, man. There are. Yeah. More and than ever, lot, really. A lot. The last point I'll make is, you know, for me personally, my model, and I've, I've talked this to Attic, being Attica, the same way, you know, that's my co-host with a lot of stuff. And yeah, I don't care about how many followers or subscribers you have. If I look at your content, I'm like, yo, this is quality, or this is, wow, this guy needs a voice, like, people need to hit. like, this is great stuff, you're on the show. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just how it is for me. Like, that's what it should be about. And and people make business decisions, you know what I'm saying? And and you know where I'm going with
0: all this. Yeah, you're going to get me all in front of ran here. No, I uh, back on YouTube. I agree with you. Uh, mm-hmm. 100%. And I think it's, it's kind of a similar issue to what we talked about in just gaming media in general, right? Mm-hmm. Sites and social media faces the same type of issues that YouTube faces. In right. Um, but, uh, yeah, the whole personality aspect drives me nuts. Don't get me started on that. But Oh, damn. You just, I just had something you got me started on and I can't remember what the hell it was. Good, man.
1: Good, good, good. Yeah. I mean, that personality stuff. Yeah. yeah man, you get it. you get it. If it comes back, <laughs> no, I'm, with you, bro. I'm, I'm with you. It's just, it, that's permeated, you know? Yeah. And, and, and the sad part is guys have learned they can't be themselves because if they be themselves monetarily, it might not work out for them. You know what yeah. I mean? They continue down this path, whether it be a negative or supporting something just for the sake of, you know, clicks. That's the popular
0: thing right now. You know what I mean? You get those other people too, that, um, Again, I'm not naming any names, but you get people who, um, you know, one thing I've always been about um, is you just like me, I'm sure. When when I first got on Twitter, I don't know, my account says like 2014, but I, I wasn't using it, right? I just created one. Yep. So I think when I started back in like 2017, maybe, um, something like that, you know, I have like 20 followers, 30 mm-hmm. followers. But people don't give you the time of day. You know what I mean? You try to reach out to anyone to just do you know uh, talk about anything and uh, to your point is you know everyone started from that same spot yes. at some point in time and it drives me crazy to see some of the uh people with bigger outlets bigger channels what have you right <laughs> yeah and they just you know they get to that point where it's just like oh i'm not talking to you like
1: <laughs> <your> subscriber count <laughs> You know it go down, Ace. Come
2: on. Uh, 100%.
1: Talk. You know it go down. Oh,
0: you trust me. I know. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> so funny. He was it's like...
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's how the neck... Yep, the neck be just like that. <laughs> <laughs> the, gla- the
0: glasses come down yep. like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Why is he DMing me? <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's so real so,
0: <laughs> so you know it's it, it just one thing i've done right and by no means am i a big name but you know even if i see someone who's new to twitter has 20 followers right if they make a good point yeah. or i can see that they uh mm-hmm. are not part of this toxic culture we're talking about right online and they they just like talking about games absolutely i'm following them been on smaller shows talking to them, you know what I mean? Because if, it almost makes it feel like I'm doing my part as little as it is to try and bring up what we're talking about, right? Yes, yeah, the positivity.
1: Yeah, guys have told me all the time, Like I've had people say, oh my God, I didn't think you would say yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? And he's like, yeah, God, girl, I'm such a fan. I'm like, dude, I'm humble, but it's, it's you said it best, Ains. We remember how it was for us. We remember, you know, starting your channel, whatever, whatever. And, you know, you never want to be that guy that feels like now you've just gotten so big that you can't. Talk to anybody just the way you were. I I was the same way. I had like ten followers, and yeah. you got talk to people, and people didn't respond. You know what I mean? And then I had people who on the, on the flip side who were tremendous, who gave me opportunities, It was like, "Hey, come on the show! Like, I like what you're doing." Like, and just helped. That all that stuff. We got to change the culture, man, and help each other and really support and 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 stop. A lot of it comes from, to be honest, you know, a lot of these guys. <laughs> I hate to say it, but you know a lot of it is fear a lot of it is fear of of if i allow this person on my platform as the bigger content creator entity yeah. that he's going to take my subscribers and he's you know a lot, of, a lot i've been told i've been told like some people are threatened and that's why they play those yeah so <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you got confidence in your content and you love what you're doing, that's all that should matter. Yes. So you, know, you shouldn't exactly. have worry about subscriber salary bracket. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. It, it's like an online
0: class system. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, uh, it's, really, yeah it's uh really, it's depressing to me. And it it's I've seen it. Like I said, we're not naming anyone here, but I've seen it.
1: I've seen it. Yeah, seen and
0: it. it's it's just I look at those people and I'm like, man, you've, you've lost sight of yourself yes. and how, and how in the grand scope of things, mm-hmm. how little this means. Facts. I, I mean, th- this is a hobby. We're doing it for fun. Even if it's your financial outlay, which I can understand, mm-hmm. um, you came up the same way.
1: Exactly. You know great. what I mean?
0: It, yeah. It's just, it's, uh, it's really strange to me. Real talk. Real so. talk. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I, you know, I don't know if you got anything you want to touch on. There's one more thing I just want to ask you mm-hmm. is and, and this is more of an open question. But do you miss do you miss the days that we grew up in, in that, not in a nostalgic way, mm-hmm. um, but given all the kind of, you know, uh, benefits of gaming today? And there's many. Mm-hmm. Do you miss the days of. You know, going to Toys R Us, looking at that oh. rack of games, pulling out the slip, and and just getting home, and you know, calling <laughs> up your buddies and saying, "Get over here, I got, you oh, know, yeah. whatever the game, it's Turtles in Time."
1: Oh yeah, you know? oh yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so many memories like that. There's so many. Um, I just I miss you know. I want to shout out my dad. I don't give my dad any credit. My dad is responsible for me. You know, okay. A gamer. He he's literally the one. He's a gamer himself. You know, him and my mom were separate. But yeah. and, and my mom was very strict on me. But when I went over there, he would allow me to play games. He would allow me to he would take me to the arcade and stuff like that. And you know, I remember getting that, getting his Coleco. It was he gave it to me before he left. He's just like, no, you gotta have it. I used to play that thing. So you still have it? Actually, I think I do. I gotta check. I think I still have it in the old in the old spot. I gotta okay. check. I guess I got gotta couple walls. I think it's still at the old at like the old place. But um, yeah, I remember this stuff, and I just remember like, you know, besides that. And you have that, that that affection for it, that love for it. And then like you said, I remember the times going to Toys R Us, he takes you. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, let me get this and that. It, it was it was just different. You, I think, I think we appreciated it more. I think I think yeah, the appreciation, that's fair. you know, I felt was there. And, you know, um, again, and, and then the camaraderie we talked about we, consistently, we talked about the camaraderie, we talked about that. The you know, the real friendships that people never forget. Because yeah. of these gaming and these communal experiences. So that is huge for me. Um, You know, and just like I said, um, I know it's it's got, you know, there's things that are definitely better and, and technology is advanced on certain levels and certain way we interact, certain things we do are better in gaming. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, as far as a community, I feel the community back then I preferred. You know what I'm saying? I, I, me I, was, too it was just way more communal. It was just, it was a, it was a different energy. And um, the only thing now that I feel is different, you know, it's just that like people get information fast, whatever, whatever. And I think people don't appreciate games as much as they used to now. Like when they get something, you know, it's almost like fast food in a way, in some, some, aspect. Yeah. There's you know? so it's, much of it.
0: And it's yeah. so easily accessible. Right. That it's, it, I honestly believe that's why we get so many people who just don't finish games today is because there's so many of them oh, and man. you have access to so many of them at all times that yeah. you just don't appreciate having it.
1: Right. And and, and me and Solvice had this conversation. I don't want to veer left. <laughs> <laughs> don't get it. This is me. I says, Cox beating for himself. Do not get ainsley in trouble. There was a mod scene at one point. And I remember when we got involved for a little bit. I was gonna say that, and it was funny. I would have this like pamphlet of CDs of all the latest games, right? And you had whatever came out, I had it. Yep, I had less of appreciation. I had less of appreciation. I didn't finish stuff. I didn't. I again, it was a difference. It was something mentally then when that didn't exist and I went and I bought something and it was just, it was just a different type of connection. When I had it, I realized I wasn't gaming as much. You know what I mean? And then obviously those besties got stomped by the game company. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yes. Things went back to normal. But you know what I'm saying? I, I do remember that it was a brief error. I remember that happening. Oh, big time. Yeah. And I, I just, I, I was just like, yo, I'm not playing. Why is that? You know what I mean? And I think that's what it is. And I think, that's the only negative now because again, it's so much saturated, so many game companies, so many things. And, and I don't want to, you know, trash services or anything like that. But, you know what I'm saying? When you have so much of an abundance, sometimes people don't appreciate as much yeah. as they. That's, that, that's the only thing. Sometimes I miss that when there was a wait. That's why I don't get mad when there's a game delay. I'm like, oh, I I don't great. get mad either. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. I'm it like, doesn't great. bother me one bit. I'm like, awesome. I got this great bag. I got all this to play, that to play, this to do, that to do. It's endless. Yes,
0: I mean they could not release a game for another, you know, who knows how long, and I could still be playing new games for years. For here. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly.
2: Yep.
0: Um, it's funny though. I think, I think for me, you nailed it on the head when you said that you, the culture. I yeah. think the culture's different. That's what I, if I had to point to one thing, I missed, yeah. or missed, excuse me, mm-hmm. compared to back then, it's the culture. Absolutely. I missed that camaraderie. It's, it's just not the same now. And the sad thing is, you can't. For the for the people I would say what maybe late 20s and younger right you can't even describe to them you can't describe it foreign yeah them. it just it doesn't add up because it's not something they've ever experienced and obviously mentally you just can't fathom yeah. something you've never experienced so absolutely it's a shame yeah man but well man it has been uh, an absolute honor as always man you know I just love chatting games with you um that's why I had you on this premiere kind of episode in this vein if you will. Love it. Um, but uh, I hope you had a good time. And oh, um, it' just fantastic. You know, bro, we could have went off. Still with all, well, yeah, we still went off. Yeah, yeah, we, we could. The only yeah. the only reason I got to stop is because I need to eat something at some point. So. <laughs> Dude, but awesome. uh, no, hopefully, you know, if we can get past, uh, as we keep saying, right, we can get past COVID. Hopefully, we can uh, start to formulate those plans we had previously. Exactly. Really exactly. make some. Uh, really make some good content. So that's the, uh, difference. the real community. That's the difference. Right yeah because see i look forward to that i yeah. i know there's there's a lot of people who are you know just perfectly content talking to their friends online and playing and don't i keep saying don't get me wrong i love that yeah but i, I really really truly missed going to e3 this year yes. and getting to hang out with you guys and yes. be there in person yes. and just share drinks and stories oh. and you know what right. I mean? Like that's right. that's the heart of it for me. It always will be.
1: That'll never change. I just, I just thought of something last point. I shout out to Stubbs. We I was on this show, and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shot, Definitely check out Stubbs. He had both Dog and I on the past couple of weeks. Great guy. And um, he asked me a question, a challenge, but I had to think. And he was just like, "What aspect do I enjoy as a content creator the most?" And he mm-hmm. was kind of like, "You know, when we do the podcast, you know, stream, whatever." Yeah. And I really thought about it, and I said, "You know what?" It is going to the conventions. It yes. is going to the E3. It is interviewing the developers, getting the thing like one on like getting that hands-on, physical in the flesh interactions. That's what is more important to I me. Mean, don't get me wrong. I love the podcast. I love being on shows, running our mouth, having fun. <laughs> but there's a different energy when you're really there in the flesh, amongst. You your peers your gaming brothers and sisters like it's just it's different it's like a fraternity it's like a community you know what i'm saying and it's just i love it and, and, and again just the and the convention aspects the you know the the whole ambiance of it too as well so yeah yeah like that was that i actually had to admit like that's my favorite aspect you know what, <laughs> what i'm saying of yeah. as far as content creation and stuff like that
0: yeah no yeah. i'd have to agree with you. And I again, I think that harkens back to what everything we've talked about. We've talked about it. They come full circle, yep. yeah. Yeah, full Facts. circle. Because that's that. I would say that's probably the only modern experience that comes close to
1: replicating what we had in the past. Yes. You yes. Know I mean? And trying it out in the flesh next to somebody, like, Exactly. standing right
0: there, yeah. someone
1: you don't know, but
0: you're sharing that experience together. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's been great, man. Honestly, um, we can do this. All the time because I just I love talking games uh, with people who have that same sense of uh, gaming history and appreciation and culture and uh, I know we talk about that all the time but hey it is what it is so for
2: real mm-hmm. so
0: where can um you know before we get out of here why don't you uh, I t- not that anyone watching this doesn't know you or where to find you but go ahead and shout it out anyway man,
1: <laughs> Listen, man absolute pleasure a's I love this series this is this is fun keep this up. I think you think you got something going on right here i definitely want to support it and i was glad to be on the premiere yeah so premiere man bringing that back man but yeah man at lord cognito on twitter you know i know uh, iron lord podcast on youtube lords of gaming.net is the website a lot of content like i said we, we try to celebrate those in the industry yes. try to do it positive we have our fun we have our jokes yes but at the end of the day you know it's about gaming it's about celebrating gaming being passionate about gaming and um yeah man other thing uh last word if you're into destiny that's our friday show you can check that out again on iron podcast if you're into statues you got my brother king david with the king of the statues always (laughs) doing tremendous things in the statue comics gaming community so check that out and um Man, man, this has been tremendous. It's been a lot of fun. Really enjoyed it, man. We could talk for hours, but you, my gaming brother from another mother, man. We had
0: same <laughs> Sega Brothers for life. See, Sega, 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 Sega bonded God. us, man. Sega, Sega bonded different. us, bro. We know the pain, <laughs> we know the struggle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We've seen greatness. You know
1: what I'm
0: saying? <laughs> <laughs> man, they, 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 no, but uh, yeah, so huge shout out to you guys. Um, you, you really do cover um, a lot. Um, and I think the work you do with covering indie developers, um, speaking to people in the industry, and covering those aspects is really um, underappreciated. It is, um, so I, I think it's awesome what you guys are doing. I love to see the growth. Love to see everything else. Obviously, uh, King and I talk statues. You know, here and there, and uh, we we still joke that one day we're going to get together and do something joint. But uh, yeah, I had I had someone joke with me a couple weeks ago about you know all my statues and. He said, Man, he said he didn't say king, but he said something. I was like, No, 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 that's uh that's <laughs> David like, over there. He he he's the king. I'm the pr- Diego's like, Yeah, you're the prince. I was like, That's Diego, fine.
1: He said he's the prince of statues. Prince of statues,
0: I'll take it. It's fine. But <laughs> well, man, it's been it's been an honor, obviously. Um Obviously, we'll have you on again and uh, we'll
1: be doing we'll be doing stuff in the future. So and you know you you know you're coming in the realm on the Lord's Day, you know we're bring you back, have that nice <laughs> intelligent discussion that I appreciate, <laughs> balanced perspectives that I love.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we'll do that Mass Effect uh exactly we'll do and that, that really
0: show now. soon. I mean, I mean, you know, it's already been answered, but we could talk about it. <laughs> I'll get you you Mass Effect 1 Heretic's on All right, man you have a good night thank you everyone for tuning in and watching this was uh, kind of industry perspective chat the first premiere episode with Lord Cognito and uh, thanks for tuning in thanks for listening if you're listening later and uh, stay tuned for other guests in the future cheers peace